This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents try to find out more about the upcoming bank heist, and instead, they go down the rabbit hole known as Yak Shaving. So some of you are wondering, what the heck am I talking about? What the hell is Yak Shaving? For those of you who don't know, Yak Shaving is something you are actually probably very familiar with. It's one of my favorite terms, and all role-playing games have it. Yak shaving refers to when you are assigned a task, and then to find out more information about that task, you have to perform another related task. And then to find out information about that task, you have to perform yet another related task, and so on and so on and so on. And you go down this rabbit hole of performing tasks for the previous task until you forget what the original goal was, and you're like eight or nine steps removed from the original task you were given. Anyone who has ever done computer programming is very familiar with the act shaving, as that usually will happen when you're trying to debug code and you have to go from one piece of code to another to another to another to another, all to fix the original code. As for the term yak shaving itself, it actually comes from a term coined by an MIT researcher after watching the 1990s episode of the Ren and Stimpy show, where there was a holiday special called yak shaving, and it's a long story, you can look it up. Anyhow, that is where the term yak shaving comes from, and I love yak shaving because it is funny to implement and it is funny for the PCs because they try to get one thing done and then they have to do something else and then something else and then something else, all to get the original task done, and then they go down this long rabbit hole and they end up going on like five adventures just to get one thing done. And that is what's going to be happening today. Also, the episode is a bit long. I actually kept it all together because one of the downsides of yak shaving is it can get very complex and it sometimes is hard to keep track of. So we actually have a recap in the middle of the episode to go through exactly what the steps that need to occur are, as well as I just wanted to keep it all together so that you can like keep track of what's happening. I felt it would have been very difficult if I separated this out into like a couple of episodes. So instead of having, you know, two regular sized episodes, I just made one fairly large episode. It's actually probably even a little too big for necessity, but whatever. I just made the executive decision and made it larger. Something else we talk about in this episode is spell rules. And we actually talk about the polymorph rule because there's a part in this episode where Gomez uses pest form and turns himself into a spider. And he was saying whether or not he can cast spells or use items. And, and we get into a whole philosophical discussion with this. I wasn't exactly sure of the full rules for this at the time. And to make things even more complex, when we played our game with Eric Mona and he used pest form, he was casting spells when he was like in rat form. And I said it was fine to do. And if you look up pest form in the rulebook, it doesn't have any information about this, so it's a little hard to find out. 
Well, the reality is you always should look at the keywords. So that is the big thing with Pathfinder 2. What they do to save room is they have keywords for everything. And one of the keywords for pest form is polymorph. And if you go to the polymorph section, there's a bit of text that says, quote, unless otherwise noted, the battle form prevents you from casting spells, speaking, and using most manipulate actions that require hands. If there's any doubt about whether you can use an action, the GM decides. Your gear is absorbed into you. The constant abilities of your gear still function, but you can't activate any items. Unquote. The section is actually way longer than that, but I just gave you the relevant part. So, it says right there that you really can't do anything in pest form. Like, you just turn into the pest. But you can't cast spells. You can't speak. Uh, unless you're in that language, and uh, it, it actually doesn't do anything. So the whole point I thought of turning into pest form is that you might be able to actually use the language of the pest you turn into, and I thought that was a pretty cool idea, but in reality it turns out that's not true at all, and that you can't cast spells and you can't do anything, which also kind of makes sense because otherwise if you turn into a pest and you're just a little thing and you're casting spells, it could be a little overpowered. So suddenly Polymorph goes from really really useful and really powerful to not useful at all actually especially at the lower levels so keep that in mind I used the same rules that Eric Mona used and I also thought it was fun so I made it so that Gomez could like talk at least and like cast spells and do some goofy stuff but going forward in the future, both Seth and I agreed that he likes to use the rules as written as do I, so if he does use Polymorph again, he will not be able to do what he just did. So anyhow, those of you who are playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition, always check the keywords. I sometimes forget about them, and well, to be honest, I completely forgot about the Polymorph keyword. It's one of these things like you just see the keyword above the spell and you think, oh yeah, of course it's Polymorph. I know what that does. But then when you look at the Polymorph section, it is gigantic. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of rules associated with this. And again, they did this on purpose. And hey, what do you know? It is yak shaving. There's yak shaving in action. You're looking up a spell, but you want to know what the spell does. So you have to look up the keyword and the keyword brings you to another section. And then you're finding the other section about the information there and so forth and so forth. It is a exact example of a yak shaving is that the keywords link you to another section, which can link you to yet another section if you're not careful. And they do that to save space, which it does, but it can make things a little complex if you don't follow the keywords. Also, one more thing I wanted to note, and I really keep forgetting to mention this week after week, is that we updated the artwork. That's right. The artwork for all the PCs is new. What I do is, in the beginning of every single book, I slightly update the artwork to reflect what the characters look like and their gear that they have at this moment. So right now they have level 5 gear, and you can see the new artwork on the actual thumbnail of the podcast. If you also want, go to Roll for Combat Discord channel, and in the spoiler section, I will post the image larger so you can see what they look like. And again, it's subtle updates, but new gear that Basil has, I gave him that. He also was casting a little bit of a spell because now he can, well, do that. We have the summon elementals that he always does, the mephits, because Gomez loves to summon those mephits. So we have little mephits flying around. We have the mall for Dougie. 
And Lomang actually just has not much different. He has a couple of runes on him and that's it. But you can see the updated artwork. It's a little subtle, the artwork, but obviously as they level up and they get more gear and they change their equipment, their artwork will change as well. So it will be interesting to see what they look like I don't know, like book four or five when they should be significantly different and their artwork should change quite a bit. So be on the lookout for that. And again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com if you want to see that or just look at the thumbnail and you can see the new artwork. Anyhow, with that, let's get to show notes. Show notes are pretty quick right now. Not a lot going on. Um, you can check out the Beastary 3 review at rollforcombat.com and that is by Jason and he goes over Beastary 3, which... It's a great book. I mean, all these B-series are good. B-series 3 is fun because it is wacky and goofy, and there's a lot of cool stuff in it. RPG Superstar continuously going along. We're almost done with all the monsters. I have just a couple of handful of pieces of artwork left to do, and about 10 monsters left to edit, and then we are done with the monsters. And then for the other part, that is being worked on. We're doing the layout. I keep wanting to show you something, but it's still not quite ready yet. I hopefully will have something very, very soon to show you in terms of layout. So be on the lookout for that. To find out more, you can go to our Patreon. That's where I'm posting a lot of the information on the contest. You just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. We'll bring it right to the section. And we also post a little bit on Discord. Again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. And that book is definitely going to be out, well, most definitely out by Gen Con. We're pretty far ahead right now. I don't think Gen Con is going to be a problem whatsoever, but you never know. And we got to get it printed and all that stuff. So it's really close. I'd imagine by the end of the month, that being April 2021, everything will be done for the monster part. The secondary part, which is the new rules for something really amazing, which I've already shown to a couple people and they think it's phenomenal, um, it's sort of a catch-22. The good news is that the new rules in the new section everyone loves so much that I keep expanding it and making it bigger and bigger and cooler and cooler, so it's taking longer to finish. I'm not too worried about it, to be honest, because we're pretty close to finishing it anyhow, so at this point we're just adding more coolness to it, and it might even make the book a little bit bigger. Right now we're looking at about 160 pages, but I really don't have any set page count, so if I have to go bigger, I will just to add more cool stuff. Also, don't forget, do check out the Patreon. For five bucks, you can listen to us live whenever we record. You can hang with us, talk to us, chat. We record twice a week, usually on Sundays and Mondays. And just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. It's as little as five bucks. You also get the episodes early. And, of course, do check out the Roll for Combat Discord channel where you can chat with us and play lots of fun games. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Otherwise, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you started your investigation of the bank heist. Because one of these three banks, you think, is going to be heisted. And you discovered, well, not a lot. You, you're just kind of like, you know, following leads. But you did come downstairs and you decided to talk to spiders. That's right. You talked to ether spiders. And instead of combating them, you managed to pied piper them and lead them out of the bank vault. And they went back to their plane of ether. And now they are living their lives, a full life of an ether spider off in Etherland. But little did you know that they were being hunted 
by the evil Zill from the evil Zill Empire. And the Zill was pissed that you let his prey go. So he has come back for revenge. And we started combat, but let's do it one more time just for fun. Roll for combat! Yeah, that makes it official. And let's see, we have the initiative order here. Oh, the Zill goes first. For those of you who don't know what Zill look like, they look like aliens, except they got four arms. And in their arms, they have two scimitars, a steel shield, a longbow, and they're wearing full breastplate. So this is going to be a really simple monster. I imagine you're going to have no trouble with this. Let's just go with it and see what happens. Because what, what's the worst that can happen, right? Right? Right. TPK. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. They're very, like, I'm, I see the picture that you put in the chat. It's very predator-like. They have, they have the predator flesh dreadlocks. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. That's right. And they have the reverse legs, which I always have the dog legs, which I always like. What are you going to say, Jason? I'm feeling like if he's truly sportsmanlike, he would let us go first. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. No, no, he's not sportsmanlike. He's pissed. In fact, he even yelled he described at him Gomez. As a hunter. You described him as a hunter. He... Right, he was hunting spiders, and now he's hungry because you took away his prey. So he's going to have to eat you instead. He's so... going to hunt the most dangerous prey. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's in. He's like sit in a blind for five hours until the deer drinks from the river and then shoot it. And doesn't even know it. Know it coming. Kind of hunter. Not not a not a. We are now going to fight, and I will give you the first move type of hunter. <laughs> so let's see. In the in the area, everyone's spread out, but he seemed to appear right next to Lo Mang. Mm. So as he appears, and only Gomez can understand him because he's talking Aklo. He's like, how dare you interrupt my hunt? I will kill you all. And he does a single attack called Double Slash, mm. which is both of his scimitars will attack you with one action. Wow. Okay. Isn't that fun? It's like Woman went Woman with the aggro. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Oh, look at that. 23. Does that hit you? Barely. 16 points of damage. What did he roll for a 23? He rolled a 16 plus. Oh, sorry. He rolled a 10. What? Yeah. I was sorry. He say. rolled a 10 <laughs> plus 16. He has a plus 16 hit. So don't worry okay. about that. All right. All right. It's not terrible, right? It's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And that's the first attack, so he hits you. Take off them damage there, little oh, man. I just I figured I'd do it all in one shot. Okay, and now comes the second attack. Now, good news is this does have the minus five, so. It don't, it don't <laughs> matter. 25. You said it was good news. I, well, the good news is that he does one point of extra damage because a scimitar does have forceful. Sorry, two points of extra damage because it's the number of dice, and he rolls 2d6. So it's 16 plus 12 points of damage. That is good news. So take off 28 points on Lomang. 
Now that's the first action. Now he gets to go again. What do you think he'll do? Uh, bow, maybe? No, the bow is way too easy. He will drink a health potion. No, he won't. Oh, Gomez, I forgot, is a mouse. Oh, no, you're a spider, right? Yeah, I'm a spider. Spider, spider. And that spell gives you... What is your... Uh, what's the name of that spell? Vermin form? Uh, pest form. Same thing. Pest form. Okay, your AC is 15 plus your level. Okay, so your AC is 20. That's nice. Your speed is 10 feet. That's not good. Weakness 5 to physical damage. That's really, really not good. And he's going to walk over to you. And he's going to step on you, <laughs> Mr. Gomez, because he knows who's responsible for this. He saw it all. Oh, oh no! no! Oh, no! Critical damage! That's that terrible. Be... Oh, that's a long oh, it's a I hit with the wrong thing. I hit with the wrong thing. All right, oh, let's try that gotta again. Re-roll. re-roll. Gotta re-roll. Gotta re-roll. Sorry. Ooh. Oh, 15! A miss, probably. Oh, wait. He yeah, rolled a 9? He missed. He missed. He rolled. Yeah, because he rolled a uh, a 9 plus 16 plus negative 10. Oh, minus 10. Yeah, minus 10. So he tries to step on Gomez the spider, but misses. Dougie's up. All right. Well, it's mall time. You're going to take him to the mall for some mall walking. Gonna move. Oh, how do you walk? Uh, how do you move? You, uh, show me how you did that. How you moved there? Was here? Do your first move? Yeah, do your first move. Sure. I went here. Okay. Then I went here. <laughs> then I went here. And then I went here. Oh, wow, you walked as far away <laughs> as possible to make sure he was nowhere near that. So he's like, I am gonna. Even though you're ten feet away, <laughs> you walked. 30 feet to get to 10 hey, feet. Hey, it's, it's, it's one Wait, step back or three steps forward. Because he knows that I'm going to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> this guy seems like near. someone who might have an attack of opportunity. <laughs> uh, I would like to use my goblin scuttle in spider form. And you can't. Uh, you didn't go yet. Ah, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's a special yes, ability. You have uh, to yes, have... it does. It's a reaction. Yeah. Reactions can't. You can't use. Oh, a I, oh, I, ha- oh I have turn. to. Oh, I, ha- I have to. Yeah. Like I You're have to. Kind of like flat-footed. Still. You're flat-footed. You right, can't right, use right, reactions right. till your turn all is right, up. All right, all right, Dougie, you're up. All right, so I'm moving there, so someone can maybe flank him and not run away. So, you know, where's the it, exit? When it's their turn. There's yeah, a lot they, of room up north. They won't see. be running away during their turn. So I'm going to attack with the mole. Oh no! Sixteen. For a 16. All right. That was not good. Nope. We'll try it again. Oh, there we oh go. God. God. Oh, there my God. My critical damage only, like, 3 plus 5. Is that right? That's Damn, 24 points of damage. Yeah. So I rolled rolls. a 3 and a 5 on a d12? Yes. Wow. Wow. That's uh, that's very under average. Yep. And then okay. plus 8. And well, plus four comes too. Uh, done. Twenty-four points of damage. You, you hit him pretty hard. I'm happy. I'm happy. Hit him pretty hard. Okay. That actually is a. I, I wouldn't complain. Twenty-four is a lot of damage. So, what kind of action is using the badge again? Single just, action. Just takes one action, right? Yep, one action. And what does oh, it heal? the badge went up because you guys are level five. So the badge now heals. Um, Twelve. No, uh, is eighteen. And so my first action, I will. 
hold on. Let me think this through. Uh, no, I can't. I don't have enough actions. Fuck it. All right. So, um, first action, crane stance. Second action, five foot step. Right. Yep. Third action, flurry. Hold on. Okay. Look at that. You got flanking. Come to him, please. All right, my armor class went up by one. All right, here we go. Uh, there we go. Oh, my. Is that a crit? Oh, my God. Yeah, I that's think a that's got to be a crit. That's 33 crit. plus flat foot. Another 24 damage. 24 points of damage. All right. I matched uh, my buddy over there. All right, here we go. Let's attack again. Well, you might beat me. One time. There we go. Oh, another one. Damn Plus it. two. That's another crit. Oh, and he's got to make a save, too. Yeah. Is that a crit? No, it's not a crit. Yeah. That's crit. 31, no? 31, yeah. It's not a crit. No. <laughs> the other one barely critted him. Uh, 20 points. Damn. Stop hitting him. And he has to make a saving throw. Wait, that's 11 points, not 20 points. He didn't crit. Oh, sorry. You're right. Thank you. And, yeah, he'll take his saving throw. Um, oh, well, guess what? We'll see. I'll just tell you in a second. He makes it, plus he's higher level than you, which means that uh, he can only critically oh, fail. Oh, critical fail. Gotcha. And you are done. Basil, you're way in the back. Why don't you come closer? He has something he As wants to show you. As a free action, I will recall I will do an expeditious inspection and recall what I might know about Zills, if anything. Let's see. Occultism. Oh, man. You rolled really well. Okay, what do you want to know? Weaknesses would be nice. None. God damn it. <laughs> Ouch. Um, do I get more than one thing or just... A uh, couple things. What else do you want to know? Um, do they have anything that they're immune to on the other side of the coin? Nothing. Oh, they're just really special abilities? Tons. <laughs> okay. They are very good at attacking with two scimitars, which you saw right there. And they also have this thing where they can bite you and paralyze you. Ew. Oh, dear. Well, all right, then. All right. Well, um, so that was a free, so... First action, I'm going to move. Second action, I'm going to devise a stratagem to observe all those limbs flailing around and see where I can fit a fit a rapier in. And then I'm going to attack. You have your poison rapier now, too, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to use the, use the poison just yet. Now, does he have flanking, even though Seth... Does, Seth, uh, does Gomez still have his biting... Attack oh yeah, as oh, a yeah. as a spider. I am. I, I, uh, oh, I, I think so. Um, like the like the spell just like changes a couple of things. Well, no, it changes. It does change. We'll see. I, I'll, I'll roll we'll see. and see. If just it, roll. It's, see if it's, it's even close. close. To matter. Yeah, if it's like, even like it's very specific about what it does. Oh, oh. it matters. <laughs> no, he That's hit. a thirty-three with the devise a stratagem. And a oh thirty-five if they're if they're thirty-five if they're flanking. So that's uh, hold Gotta on. look it up. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing not. I mean, it doesn't seem right, right? I mean, well, it, it, unless it's just like a glamour or something, you know. You don't gain. I'll tell you, it's very simple. You gain the animal trait, and it doesn't say you have any abilities. Like it doesn't say like you have a attack. 
Right. So, it, it, well, actually, the language should be when uh, it should it shouldn't be telling me what I can do that I could already do. It should be telling me what I can't do, and it doesn't. All it says is you gain the following statistics and abilities, and then it says specifically what. Like it does not say you lose your attack, you lose this, you lose that. It doesn't say any of that. Gomez already well, has no, a fight attack. It, it, it's assumed. No, that's see, that's not true because, like, if like if if Seth Seth if Chris became an animal he can't do flurry of blows while in pest form he can't sort of applying real world logic to it if i had three fighters and a spider i don't think i would waste a lot of effort defending myself against the spider but right and and like does it have um is it does it is it like an illusion seth or is it what kind no, of he's actually, actually changed no, into he's a spider. actually a spider. Oh, actually, you're right. Like I am actually yeah. actually because yeah, because yeah, it, it does talk it does talk about uh, the forms, sizes, and statistics. So I actually do get like yes, it does actually change me. It does actually yeah yeah, yeah no, I'm you're wrong. actually smaller. So like you can still cast spells. That's where it's really powerful. Is that you can still talk and everything, but you're like you can't use unarmed you can't use bite like i don't have that. hands anymore. no like, so, and so i'm not and i'm gonna like say if i had a sword like yeah i'm gonna say it. you now in theory anyone can uh in theory the way it works in pathfinder 2 is everyone always threatens because everyone has unarmed strike but i hate to say it i don't think i'm gonna say that a spider with basil attacking will give it to him i think that's overboard but you still get the sneak attack damage. I mean, you still get... I get 14 that? total. 14 is a lot of damage. So I'm going to give you the 14. So. Fear my yeah, small I mean, that's, spider that's a fair. That's a fair interpretation. I... Yeah, I think it's like you're a tiny little spider. I mean, I'll find out. I'm actually curious. I'm going to double check. I, I'm pretty sure I did that right. I found though. a forum that says that insect form gives a bite somebody arguing i don't that's know insect who. form that's different that's okay. a different that's a different um, form is this, I mean, is I, this a I, wild I, shape that's no it's not that's wild form. shape it's different it's all right different. is there is there attack of opportunity if i leave a threatened area in this in this game yep Unless only you make a step. if someone has it yeah it, only if someone has it but if you make a step like in any other game then you don't you won't get attacked like we have okay. never encountered anything that's had 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 the ability to attack of opportunity. all right next question yes uh i'm inclined to apply haste on someone, but he's pretty beat up already. Uh, so, a should I should I blow such a powerful spell when he's already kind of wounded? B, who is more beneficial for haste? My my sense it would have to be either Dougie or Lomang. You've done almost uh, seventy. You've done seventy three points of damage. I would just blast them. Get them. Yeah. So don't don't bother. All right. Hold on. We rolled two crits. Like he's in trouble. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. What I'm kind of spider are you? Uh, I, I am a. I, oh, that's very interesting. I think I'm a daddy long legs with with vicious talons. Or maybe, or maybe, or, or maybe, maybe I'm a. I'm a maybe, a, maybe I'm a brown recluse. Yeah, brown recluses are nasty and annoying. Could be a black widow. Yeah, see, black widow is too trite. It's too used. I got. I got. You got to be something different. A tarantula. <laughs> that's thing. overused. You want a camel spider. Oh my those god, a camel, camel spider. spiders are horrible. Those yeah, things are horrifying. Those things are terrifying. All right, well, come on, hurry up. All right, hurry all right, up. all right, go. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's. Let, I guess a can a cantrip. Wow. Do I, do I use a cantrip? Sure, heightened it up. All right, all right. Let's. Uh, From there. Uh, 
Oh no no, I'm gonna take a step first. I'm gonna take a step and then blast him. So okay. let's. I'm gonna take a step behind Dougie and hit him with. I wonder what he. I wonder what he feels like about electricity. Hit him with the Heim. Electricity <laughs> or my flame bludgeoning whatever. I think either will work because he's got no no particular. I resistance think you're. I think so. you're severely overthinking this. All right. Yeah, I am. Electric arc bang. You're hitting me with electric arc. Yeah, I'm hitting you with electric arc. You're in my way. I'm putting you in my way and then hitting you. Oh no, that doesn't sound good. So I take a step and then I shoot. I shoot through Dougie's legs. A bolt of electricity. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Let's see. Uh, reflex save, huh? Twenty-five half damage. Let's do fourteen. So hits him and a seven. Okay. He's not looking good. He's not happy. He's going. He sees a lot of things in front of him. Who looks the weakest, do you think? Uh, Basil, Dougie, or Lomang? I got no armor or weapons. I'm fancy. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun, shall we? Your idea of fun is never actually fun. Yeah. Let's have some fun, shall we? Uh, he's gonna bite Basil. No, I refuse. Oh. Ah! <laughs> nice. Damn it. Armor. And I roll a three. Welcome to our world. Looking at that damage, oh thank god. Yeah, well, now he's angry. He's gonna double slash you with his scimitars. Ugh. Oh. What? I rolled a four. And I'm attacking again. Your gonna crit damage better. was gonna be 30. No. Oh. <laughs> wow. Victory is mine. Then he rolled an 11 for a 17, 17. minus 10. Basil dances between his blades. <laughs> you go, Basil. Basil goes where his blades aren't. He still has one action left. He's, uh. Basil does the Rocky and, like, does the. Come on. <laughs> one more. <laughs> I would probably regret that at some point in the huh. future. Okay, he runs into the corner. Good luck. Dougie, you're up. Oh, I never get flanking. All right. One, he runs two. into the corner, defending himself. So he can move that fast, huh? Wow. Yes. Faster than me. Five. That's, That's 25 correct. Feet. All right. That's faster than you. My mall is going to break his head. I would crush him. Does that hit? 24? 24. Barely hitting him for 11 All points right. of damage. And the maul will come down on his head again. Oh my god, I think he's regretting like coming into this world. Oh, there we go. Critical miss. He thought he was dealing with like just some random people. Wow, I rolled a 1. Random Obviously you one. guys at level 5 are are not fun anymore. It's no fun playing against you guys level five. Five. How much is that? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty. It's double move. Yeah, it's double move. No, it's forty. I move forty. Level five. I'm, I'm fast. Okay, you're right. You got to. Uh, it's just enough. All right, so one action move, second action key strike. Let's do it. Ugh. Let's do it. Not getting any fun. Yes! That's a plus one. 
Shit's already added, right? It's already in there. 20, you miss. Dexterously bows around. Oops. Uh, <laughs> that, that, don't, <laughs> that don't miss. That's a crit. 30 damage. 3d6. Nice. Wow. This ends now. <laughs> All right. In in like nine seconds flat, you guys pummeled the crap out of this guy and killed him. That <laughs> sucked. All right. Good job. That was great. Uh, now what? <laughs> loot the body. Loot the body. Loot the body. Okay. You loot the body, being lawful that you are. Uh, yeah, We're looking was... for stolen goods. Well, We're... on that point, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to say it because it would be a, probably a complication. But uh, did we kill him? No. I mean, he is he is a sentient creature, and we are officers of law and all that stuff. Um. No, well, no. Then you didn't. Then you didn't kill him. He's unconscious, which makes it interesting because yeah. I, I I hear I see tres I say trespassing, assault on a police officer. And hunting spiders without a license. That's what I say. Right. Exactly. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, but he's right. out of your jurisdiction. And you can't do that. He's, he's literally from another plane of existence. Yeah, but he committed right. a crime he's our, here. He's though. in our exactly. He's in our jurisdiction. Like so, so, so <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody comes from France and starts committing crimes. We don't say, oh, we can't do anything about it because you're from Unless France. Unless they have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> right. <laughs> diplomatic. And immunity. he travels without a visa as well. It's just been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, you you actually know something very interesting. Here's the here's the most fascinating part that um that Basil knows. They can shift between this plane and the ethereal plane. The ethereal plane right. at will. So that's a problem. And in fact, the only place on planet Earth that he can't shift. It's not planet Earth, but okay. The only place on the prime Valerian. material plane that he can't shift into the ethereal plane is in this room. And she wants him out of here. So, oh, I wonder why. Getting, he so you did. could arrest him and try to bring him, but as soon as he wakes up, he's gone. Well, <laughs> this will be his jail cell. So we should just report report to our superior. He tells us what to do, and we do it. Okay. Like, like I run back. Like, you know, like you bind him up, and I and I run to, and I run to HQ. Here's our situation. What do we do with him? What's the protocol? Yeah, good idea. Or ask my badge. What does my badge say? Does my badge badge doesn't. The badge isn't even. All right, so so I run one. and at, I, it's like it's like I do I do what a cop does in this situation, and I ask for for advice from my officers. Yeah, phone a friend. We call in. They tell you that well, this is kind of a little bit out of jurisdiction, and. They were hunting spiders, and um, yeah, they, they think about it a bit, and they're like, well, I would say take him out of the cell into an area where he can shift and bind him up, not too much, so that he could break out of it eventually, and then wake him up and tell him uh, to get out of here and see if he uh, leaves. You let him off with a warning. Yeah, basically, you let him off with a warning, right? Attempted murder, he tried. It's not, it, they can't really do anything with him, so. so. So I'll do that. And also, I got the intimidation, so I'll intimidate him with my with my glaring intimidation. And I'll, and I'll explain to him, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll list the charges, and uh, I'll say, but we're going to, but, but we understand your situation, so we're going to, we're going to, uh, for the, like, our superiors, for the sake of uh, inter, interdimensional uh, <laughs> uh, peace and tranquility, we don't, well. want, we don't want an interdimensional incident. Uh, diplomatic incident. We're going to let you off of a warning this time, but don't come back. So you quickly run back before the spell runs out. Uh, drag him out of that cell because it's that vault that specifically has the um, ethereal plane locking. 
It's actually plane ship that allows it to no longer. People can't teleport. Or actually, they can teleport in, but you can't get out. It's one of these. <laughs> well, it's good. It makes sense because, I mean, otherwise people would do that and steal all their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it allows you, like, uh, you can get in, but you can't get out. It's actually designed to trap them. Oh, that's interesting. So anyhow, they, uh, you can drag them out. You can slap them awake, tie them up. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> and he just he just curses you out and realizes how handily you beat him and then just disappears in a poof of smoke like he was never there. Job all done. It's it's like the usual suspects. I was afraid of him like Kaiser Sose. I am not now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was he was he was Kaiser Sose. And as you're going back and forth don't forget, Roka, who who runs the bank, is thrilled for for doing such a good job of not only removing the ether spiders, but the Zill themselves. And she's impressed that you managed to defeat such a powerful creature so wet readily. She's like, "Oh my, oh my God! How 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 did you manage to do that? That's so impressive! Oh, I'm so so impressed! Oh, in fact, uh, for taking care of the spiders in the vault, uh, here a uh, small reward, as I know the Zill kind of left." left town without uh, giving you anything proper. So here, here. And she, she pulls out and gives you some items for your own personal use. She goes on to explain how she's like, well, you know, back in my adventuring days, I was, I was quite the adventurer, but you know, now I'm way past those days. And, and looks like you can use these more than I can. You know, I just run this bank. Um, so here, and she hands to you. Are you waiting for it? Is everyone on the edge of their seat? I am waiting. She gives you this wide leather belt, and she goes, this is this is a lifting belt. It gives you a plus one item bonus to your athletics checks and increases the amount you can easily carry. It's really great. I, I used to use this all the time to carry out all that treasure whenever I went adventuring. So I'll give you, uh, I'll give you the link. Hmm. Well, man, can use, uh, do you use athletics checks? I do. I also can, but I got a whole bunch of stuff recently. And on top of that, then she gives you a dried seaweed bracelet that is lined with charms that are shaped like shark teeth. She Ooh, goes, cool. This is, this is my shark tooth charm. And when you activate the bracelet, and she goes on to explain that this is a talisman, which I believe means it's a one-use item. Yes. So it burns out permanently, but this one works with escape on acrobatics. So if you're an expert in acrobatics, you could fix it to your armor, and then if you roll a success, you get a critical success, and if you roll a critical failure, you get a failure instead. And if you fail an acrobatics check against a grabbing creature, the creature must either release you as a free action or take 2d8 piercing damage as the shark teeth oh, bite them. Nice. <laughs> so basically, it's just like a get-out-of-jail-free card one time. It's not exactly... It, it's only 23 gold. It's Honestly, not, like, that, I, it's I not think, super amazing. I don't think I should take that, because I can already beat... I got a plus 12 to my acrobatics uh, checks. Uh, Basil, you're always getting roughed up in some of these situations. Uh, would you like... You're not in, in. You don't have good acrobatics, right? Uh, I don't believe so. No. 
No, but all it does is makes a regular success a critical success. Yeah. So you should give it to someone who has Well, it. you have to be an expert in acrobatics to use it. Oh. No, then I'm, I can't even use it then. Okay. I have a plus 13 well, acrobatics. Really? Yes. That beats me. Yes. I only have plus 12. Right. Are you an expert, though? I'm only trained in acrobatics. Actually, that's if you want to use the special command. There's actually two things. You either activate it, and then you could escape without rolling. And that's if you're an expert. Or you can just use it and it just gives you one more level of success. So it's sort of like if you're an expert in acrobatics, it's really oh, good. If okay. you're regular in acrobatics, if you're just trained or even untrained, it's okay. But does it go away? It goes away. It's a one-time use. You're, you're an expert, right, Lomi? I'm an expert, yeah. Take it. All right. I've, got, I've yeah. gotten so much treasure lately. Yeah, I've noticed. I've gotten nothing. It's my first thing. Well, this is good for you. Yeah, it's all right. Well, I'm not done. And then she pulls out. One last thing. And she says, this, this, I think you can use more than I can. As I, I felt that I wanted to give this to an adventuring group or a party. And considering how bad those, those cops are in this area, the token watch, I'll give it to you instead. I call it Heartseeker. And she pulls out her plus one longbow. She says, hopefully one of you can use this. It worked out very well for me over the years. Wow. That's a good thing. Uh, what does that do? That's a longbow. Oh, just a plus one. But it has a rune. You can move it. Right? That's yes, correct. You can move the plus one to a different item. That is correct. That's a third. Yeah. Mm. Anyone? Can anyone use a bow? I cannot. Not me. And I don't think anyone really needs a plus one on anything right now. Basil? I, I was checking. I mean... Because right now I'm using a sling as my as my supposed ranged weapon, but I also have spells, so I mean I don't. Yeah, Dougie doesn't have ranged weapons, so I'm, I don't. I have keep... a plus one crossbow already. Oh wow! Do you want to upgrade and not ha- def- carry? Oh, it won't okay. work like that. Unfortunately, oh. right? Nope. I don't want to keep taking treasure, but well, let's hold on to that because we may find something. All right, I'll carry it. You can put it on my person. We'll sell it when we. Yeah, D- Dougie, you don't want to be rude. You don't want to be rude. Accept yeah. the gift. Hold I'll on to it. Accept the gift and say how much I'm going to use it. Uh, do we have to buy arrows or is. Uh, uh, sure, and she also gives you 40 arrows. Okay. Okay. I actually, theoretically, I could use it since it's a martial weapon. Well, dude, there you go. I'll hold on to it for now. I don't I mean there's a chance maybe we'll just sell it, but. Yeah. Okay. I just think something called Heartseeker might be kind of cool. Here's my amazing, wonderful longbow that I've used for countless adventures that I've <laughs> poured my heart and my soul into it that I named it Heartseeker. Let's Thanks. sell it. Yeah, Thanks! And know. then you walk over to the pawn shop. You're like, how much? <laughs> <laughs> we need to dump this on this, someone. We named this bow Goldseeker. Right. <laughs> it, it is absolutely getting regifted. <laughs> yeah, just because we're going to find out anyway how much is the resale value. Do you, do you know offhand, or is that something you have to look up? Oh, it's well, the plus one, it's thirty-five, and then the, I don't know how much a longbow is. I think oh, it's like a gold, okay. So. The right. longbow is six gold, okay, so, so you're talking like three, three gold for the longbow. Maybe. So, what, seventeen for the rune. Exactly. Okay. okay. So twenty gold for the pair. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you get twenty point five gold. To be honest, it's probably worth. It. I mean, if you really need it, sure. But you know what, longbows come in handy they, they are very yeah, well I... they're very good um they hit from far 
Especially if you, you know, spells have, you know, a lot of spells only go 30 feet. 100 foot, 100 foot range. And it's got deadly. Yeah, it's it, it's so good. If it crits, it gets an extra you D10. You know what? Yeah, uh, they're, they're pretty good. Strength, <laughs> does strength bonuses apply to missiles? No. no. no, no only so. to only... the composite long composite bow? Yes, only you can get half bows. your strength yeah. bonus. Yeah, but, yeah they, they weaken bows a lot in Pathfinder. Um, I don't me. have a ranged weapon, but I kind of don't mind not having a ranged weapon. Yeah, that is the problem, is that it doesn't get, you don't get the strength bonus for damage, but there is a feat that I can take as a monk feat in the new thing called Zen Archery, and then I can use Flurry of Blows on a bow. Which is weird, because longbows are notoriously, historically, very difficult. Like, the strength is 100... That's some some 180 pound uh, draw. Like that's well, pulling on takes, 180 this pounds. This doesn't that's take place on weight. Earth. It's like yeah, I know. Like, and also, know. it's different. It's different bows. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're like you're talking about. There's English longbow. Yeah, right. And then that's... there's crappy Scythian. Everybody else uses it bow. And I, and what about um you know, Japanese which is not longbows? A, which is not a 120 pound bow. Japanese longbows also are not like 120 pounds. No, it's it's the crazy one. Well, well, guess what? This is a magical plus one longbow that even crappy Gomez could use and do pretty well with, with his 10 strength. Whatever. Interestingly enough, a longbow has the volley property, which is actually gives it negatives if you're shooting too close. Correct. Within 30 feet, it's actually a minus two. Yep. That's right. Wow, you have to shoot it from far away. If you shoot it too close, I mean, I, I'll hold on to it now because my spells are in the thirty to fifty foot range. If there's something that's further away, maybe the bow's the right choice for that. Basil, it's all yours. You got it. <laughs> so, <sighs> who gets the lifting belt? The lifting belt you have to invest in. So, what does it do exactly? The lifting belt. It just adds a plus one to your. Yeah, to your plus bulk. thirteen to athletics already. Dougie doesn't really need it. It gives you a plus one to athletics. It gives you more that you can carry. It's six plus your strength modifier. Oh my before god! Before you're encumbered, or <laughs> oh eleven plus god. your strength modifier, <laughs> and then you are uh, encumbered. You can spend and activate it for two actions. You can lift an object up to eight bulk as though it were weightless. This requires two hands, and if the object is locked or otherwise held in place, you can attempt to force it open using athletics as part of this activation. The object still has the full weight and bulk for all other purposes. You can just ignore that weight. This effect lasts until the end of your next turn. Yeah, it makes you Conan. Ah, I, like I, I don't think Chris wants that at I like that. all. I do want that. I know. Yeah, this is a low man. Who doesn't want to be Conan? This goes low, low man all the way. Eight bulk is crazy. That's like that's a lot. And I do have a thirteen <laughs> athletic, so I'm an expert athletic still. So, so that's a nice. Well, now you have a, if you did this, then it's a fourteen athletic. Yeah, and I'll start. I can start jumping around more. Maybe. Yeah. All right, jump around. Right. Lifting belt. Okay. How much is it worth? I'm curious. Uh, sell value forty. Okay. It's yeah, cheap. Yeah, that's fine. Good. All right. Anyhow, Can she's really happy me? that she, you, you managed to clear out the spiders. Other than that, she opens up the bank and she, she you know, she really appreciates you, gives you all that. Do you want to talk to her or ask her anything else? Pump her for information. I'm going to use my healing on myself and heal my wounds. No, just uh, here, I'll, I'll hand wave. I'll do a medicine check I, I have on medicine you. checks now. I have medicine also. But the spiders were the source of the digging that originally brought us here. 
We, we, she told Correct? us that. Is that true? Yeah. We asked that question. Yes. yes. She looks like, from what you can tell, that the spiders dug into this vault where she thought they dug in, but reality, they phased in and then couldn't get out. They kept trying to leave, but the vault was closed. And what she thought was digging was actually the spiders trying to like, just get out. They were trying right, to so, dig their way through the door. So I am satisfied crossing this off the list. Swords are savings loads solved. I kind of agree. This is, we don't need to come back here anymore. Right. What do you guys say? I, I think it's pretty unlikely they're going to hit this bank. Yeah, it has spiders. Well, it's also pretty well defended. Yeah, of all the banks, this one is probably the most well defended because not only does it have you know the standard wards and strong walls like all these banks but this one seems to have magical wards obviously some of the others do too but this one is specifically designed for for magic and magics so 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 just so to review we have outstanding unexplained not completely satisfactorily explained vandalism at orvington money changers and uh uh, break in with a guy in custody, Penny and Sphinx Trust. Those are two loose ends. Correct. Did we have a guy in custody? Oh, they had the goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had that other. And and then we have uh, all the tertiary. We have those the, that list of tertiary yeah. sources. Uh, Galil's Tenery is the next one. Galil's Tenery, Shandash's Cheap Loans, Smuggler's Lair. I think we should just go to the tannery next, unless one of these are real close to this bank where we are. All right, let me read. Let me read it. Gillil's tannery. This uh, file includes a vandalism report from a tradesperson named Gillil uh, Nallen, who is building a float for the Radiant Parade. Someone named uh, 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 El Zimara allegedly broke into Gillil's to vandalize the float. Gillil was storing there nearly burning down the entire building. This paperwork has the words waste of time written in the bottom in Lavaris's crisp handwriting. So follow up of Galil Tannery or Shadrachar's cheap loans or Smuggler's Lair or go and talk to the goblin in custody related to Penny and Sphinx Trust. I thought we were going to go down the list to start. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Tannery. 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 Okay, what time is it? Second. What time is it in game? Where are we in a day? Afternoon. Nice. Let's do it all in a day. Let's 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 push push. Yeah, let's go. We're gonna double step. Basil's gonna start st- conspicuously standing sixty to eighty feet away from the party now. Hey, nice. Use that bow. <laughs> I have a crossbow. We could form a, a firing. No, line. just for bulk purposes, I'm gonna dump twenty arrows in our bag of holding because I don't think I don't want to carry forty arrows on me. You could be in a massive firefight. You never know. At that point, I'll switch to spells. Too close for missiles. Switching to guns. I think I need to use my crossbow more often, actually. Highway to the Basil Zone. <laughs> Which one are you going to? The tannery? Yeah, we're just going straight down the list for now. Okay. You head over to the tannery, as detailed in Olo's report. And as you head over, you immediately see a domestic dispute in front of you it seems that there is a male elf a female human arguing loudly with a male human standing between them 
what do you do? What's all this then? <laughs> I go up and I try to diplomatize the situation. I introduce myself. I'm Officer Law. Hold on. You're causing public decisions. What's the problem here? So the people arguing look over to you, Gomez, and they apologize profusely for uh, causing so much commotion. And they're yelling and screaming at each other. And uh, the elf, the male elf Tanner, goes on to explain. He says, well, well, I'm, I'm Gillen. And are, are you here about the parade float that uh, set fiery to my tannery? Yes. Gomez. So, yes, uh, yes, we're here for Nedgewives. We're here to uh, uh, investigate the inves- investigate that issue. And who are you? And I try to get everybody's names. Like, start off. I'm running a show here. And I, try to exta- I try to establish control of the situation and uh, get everybody's name. Well, I, I, I'm Gillen, and this woman here is Els Morelda, and this is my ex-wife, and I'm right, well, this, well, this woman, the, well, this woman can speak for herself, and it's like, excuse me, ma'am, what is your name? I'm Els Morelda, and uh, yes, uh, uh, Gillen is my ex-husband, but I didn't set fire to his tannery. All okay? right, well, well, that has yet to be determined. All right, who are you, sir? And who's, who's the other guy? Uh, I'm, I'm Yez, and I'm the husband of Gillen. He and I are together now. Gillen divorced Esmeralda and she burned down the float as revenge because he dumped her and now we're together. It's a love triangle. Classic love triangle situation. And with that, Gillen's yeah, says, yeah, you know, Esmeralda, you know you have a temper on you. You know this is something you would do. You didn't have to burn down the float and set fire to my business. You know, you see, I see you passing by here all the time. I know you're upset. Then Yez and I are together, but you didn't have to do this. I'm telling you right now. You, you didn't have to burn down my place. I'm telling you. All right. So I talked to I talked to my party. I talked to my to my fellow officers, and uh, my suggestion is we should do what cops do and split them up, get all of their stories individually, compare notes on what each person's version is, and then proceed from there. Like what matches, what doesn't match. And try to try to dope out what happened. And Yez appears to be trying to defuse the situation. He, he's he's like in between them and saying, he's like, look, look, I don't think you did it, but Gillen knows you better. I think he's that's a sure good that you plan. Did it. And honestly, we just have to talk to Esmeralda. That that's the person we need to split off. I think we should take her to the side. Of course, you know, Dougie's going to sit there with this book. He he's he's not even going to be actually interviewing people he's so uncharismatic if he has a voice in this uh and he has a terrible read of the room he would say that's probably a good idea just to split her apart from these guys right so so what so what my 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 proposal is i'm gonna be like okay well we're gonna take your statements individually and then i'll take as then take Esmeralda off and, and me and whoever else wants to come with we interview Esmeralda. the other guys well we already together. did this we already did this. We already gave statements. No, 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 no. We gave the original report. Go down to the Excuse station. Excuse me, sir. Sir. No, sir. No, did you have sir, the original report? Sir, who is the edge watcher? Sir, who is the edge watcher? No, yeah, but we did it. We are we in charge of this investigation. No, you're not. You're, you're not part of this. You're not. If you you're if you continue guard. if you if you continue to get up guard. if you get up to get up get upset, we could have this. We could have this here, or we could have it down the station. Which okay, prefer? let's go to the station. We already gave a report. All right, all right. We're everybody. We're going to the station. You two go. You two go. This no, person. No, they're refusing. They're like, we didn't do anything. We're not going to the station. You can bring Gillen. And they're like, we're, he's like, we have nothing to do with this. 
We're not, they're refusing. They're like, and you don't have Dougie any jurisdiction. getting into flanking position. Right. So, so now, so, so now I got, I got a cop on him, and I got to pull rank. Like you can't, like you can't have, you can't have the, you, like you can't have the people on the scene trying to run the show and disputing your authority if you're a police officer. You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, like, but, like, but like, actually, the, the, the next thing that the next thing happens is somebody runs off and somebody does something. So no, you're so, right. But but the badge is telling you that if a police report. You can try to talk to them, but there is a report already in file. The this report already says well waste of time, though. Well, That's the, what the yeah, report it's, says. Not, it's not about well. Well, what does the badge say about this? Because it's actually not about whether or not there's a police report. It's about who's running the who, like who is in charge right now. And uh, he's if you're get, trying he, like, to go, a, if you're trying to do things that are right. extra, then and not like, you. Uh, well, <laughs> you're breaking the law. Mm. Well, then you tell me. You tell me, badge. Well, if the badge doesn't want us to do like get involved, then we shouldn't get involved. No, like, you get yeah. involved. They want like, you. You well, you or yeah, you don't have to get involved at all. In fact, you yeah, I know because it's, it's also sure it's like it's a little bit of an intersection do. between like real life how police officers work and movie how police officers work and what is going on in Absalom how police officers work. Because I know in real life, police officers they're very much about controlling the situation. They're in charge. Uh, like so, like somebody else, like somebody else talking to them. That's immediately a problem that has to get dealt with. Like so, like yeah. if somebody raising their voice, that's a, that, that's an issue. Eh, like, uh, it's a little like different it, here, right? And so, so whatever that difference is, I want to role play it correctly. Well, the thing is, whatever, this is whatever not that. our zone of jurisdiction, though. Like we, they're right. Like this is not. This is that token, true? Yeah, the token guard. We don't. We're just sort of like freelancing it over here a little technically bit. yes we're investigative some of the other places we were sort of invited because they wanted additional help beyond the token guard but technically the token guard is the official law enforcement here yeah so this domestic disturbance this this, this situation of disturbing the peace that we encountered uh do we let the token guard handle it or do yes. we have jurisdiction to handle this misdemeanor of disturbing the peace that we are presented with yeah, is is this uh, is the paperwork on a previous incident or is this a new thing that's that's coming up? The paperwork is there was a fire here. Gillian is convinced that Esmeralda, his ex-wife, set the place on fire. Yezin, Gillian's husband, is trying to play peacemaker and actually does not believe that she set the fire. Oh, uh, let's investigate the, the the fire. Let's do that. And she goes, "Oh, you want to investigate? Yeah." Let, let's go in. Come on. I'll bring you in. I'll invite you in. Here, let's maybe you can do a better job investigating this place. Because we are talking about the token guard, and we can't see in there, by the way. Ah, there we are. I would say it's a little odd that the guy is so insistent, even when his new spouse wants to let the issue go, that he's so insistent on getting, the, you know... Proven. Oh my god, is that surprising? Is that really surprising? Any like anybody that has been in romantic relationships in life knows how unsurprising it is that people will will absolutely think that somebody is in the wrong, even if their current boyfriend like wants to be peacemaker. Like that that I suppose one hundred percent happens. Well, why do we care so much about this though? What does it have to do with the bank robbery? Well that well well because that's an unknown. Like that's a question mark. You you walk into the tannery and in here, you see that there is a burnt wreckage of a parade float that litters the large open area of the tannery. So you can see that 
and Gillian goes on to explain. So yes, I was I was hired to build this float, and then somebody set it on fire, destroyed it. I lost all the money. It destroyed my reputation. And I know she was really angry with me after the divorce. So who else? Who else? Is who hired you, sir? Who hired you to build this float? Oh, actually, I was hired by the Church of Aroden. I was going to have this amazing float of where Aroden was rising the star stone out of the ocean. It was going to be beautiful. Maybe there's a faction that doesn't want to see that uh, in, in, in the city. How, again, how does this tie, tie up to a bank robbery? That That's... Let's... Like, how did we get this in the... the I, I don't know. Things? I mean, like, the, the way... The, the way I... What I see... What I see in front of me is... That's a question mark. It's like... It, it's... There's a lot of information that we don't have that we need to ask questions and, and, and dig and dig up... Dig up the dirt. And then underneath the dirt, things will be revealed. That's and odd. That will... Basil okay. notices something. Basil's looking around and notices that uh, key components of the float are missing, not destroyed. Because I was, I mean, before you had even said that, I was thinking, could they be maybe need a float to not appear in the parade so they can replace it with their float, whoever the robbers are? I mean, it's a little, it's a little like 80s crime movie or whatever, but... I, would, I had kind of already been thinking that even before Steve said that. But that what's missing? Needed, yeah, what's needed, missing? What is, yeah. Do I get a sense of what's missing? Well, if you, uh, you, you, you notice that the float seems to have pieces taken out, almost as if the fire was used to cover this. I am actually trained in crafting, so I will try crafting. Woo! Let's see. Crafting. Nat 20. Natural Damn. 20. 30 For a 33. <laughs> I'm having a good night with the rolls tonight. You, uh, you notice that there's specific key components of the float were very carefully removed from the float, and then it looks like it was set on fire. Someone literally was stealing components and then set it on fire. This is not a random arson that you, you are led to believe. I'll actually ask Gillen to come over. Yes, yes. Gillen, uh, your float seems to be missing the seventh Fetzer valve. Huh. So, I don't know if you noticed that. Do you think Esmeralda... I know Esmer you don't think Esmeralda is angry at you, but would she have any reason to take that? That's strange. Looks like, uh... And he's, like, looking down at it. He goes... And the flux capacitor is also gone? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Looks like somebody cut out the apparatus I use... To make it look like Aradin was raising the star stone out of the ocean. But why would someone want to steal a part like that from my float? There's no award or prize for it. Dude, I mean, descri describe the function of that apparatus and what, what exactly did this part Can you give us a little more detail about yeah, this part does? It just it, it just raises up the star stone up really high, about fifty feet up in the air. I mean it can you know, it was a very large and heavy contraption, oh, so wow. it can lift something really high up into the air, about fifty feet, maybe oh, like wow. high enough for the roof of a bank, like a safe. <laughs> yeah, it probably. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's really it was built really strong, so it can it can handle people on the float, on the star stone, and the star stone itself. I mean, that's all it really does. It just goes up and down, but it's mm. really well built. So, in modern parlance. It's a, it had a, it was a big crane. 
Or yeah, but elevator. is it a big crane? Like, 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 how, like okay. It's an like, elevator. like how how does like how does it function? Is it something that's portable, or is it or is it something that's obvious? Oh no, this is this is pretty big. I mean, it's like you know, I mean, it was a couple hundred pounds, and it was actually a large piece of mechanical engineering. It's actually not even magical, and it's almost like a hoist on a sail, but instead mm. it brings up a platform up and down. That's all it does. It's all coming together. So they stole a forklift. Yes. Okay, so that is piece A to the puzzle. Okay. Did you have anybody else that you shared your designs with that might know about this? Ooh, good question. Dougie is applauding right now. He's so happy that... Um... Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of people know anyone who's involved with the Radiant Parade. We always had to, uh, you know, submit our floats and submit schematics. There's hundreds of people who would know about this. I'd imagine maybe even thousands any of them come around in the last few in the days before the the fire no, nothing nothing usually they do a final inspection making sure everything's safe that's going to be done that would have been done like you know today or tomorrow i mean the parades in a few days but they're not doing that now because obviously this is destroyed well can we at least agree that your your ex-wife maybe had nothing to do with this i don't know if it was sabotaged by someone else who didn't like your float or someone who doesn't like aradin well, who knows? Maybe she hired someone to do this. Maybe this is a cover-up. Maybe she just made it look like something else was going on and she just secretly burned this place down. I don't know. I don't know. And Yaz is like, come on, Gillian. This is ridiculous. Look at this. You really think, how the heck did she carry this out of here? This thing weighs hundreds of pounds. There's no way she was able to do that. Gillian's like, I don't know. Then why'd they set it on fire? Why'd they, uh, why'd they smash down my back door over there? What, yeah. what, what's going on here? Actually, can we go look around outside for... It's probably on a busy street. It's probably not worth much, but we'll see if we can find like heavier yeah. than usual tire tracks. Sure. Let's see this broken back door that he's talking about. How they carried it out. Yeah, over here, and he like brings you over, and the back door is like barely held together, and you can tell that it was uh, it was smashed, and it's like held together with like twine. <laughs> um. Let's see. Can I make track? a thievering check? Perception. More thievery, actually. Thievery. Because this would works. be a thief. I think because they're Either thieving. Either one. I'm going to use my ways. Dougie isn't smart enough to figure Jeez. this out, but oh, Basil three. is. I'm using my... Uh, no, oh, don't right. use your hero point. There's no points. Basil figured it out. Dang it! Basil sees that this door was smashed open. Open? Was smashed open with exceptional force. Someone with brute-like strength just kicked this door in. Or perhaps they both of lifting? Yeah. Uh -oh. No. Uh -oh. No, it looked like someone literally punched this door in with, like, yeah. a fist or a maul. With low-man kind of strength. Did you, did you ever know your ex... I mean, I don't really care about the domestic situation anymore. I think this is what we're here for, but the, still, so, uh, Gillen, do you, did you ever know your ex-wife to have ogre strength? Because look at this door. This isn't oh. something she could do. Who knows? Maybe she hired some goons to take care of this. She, she's a smart person. She's a doctor. 
She knows what she's doing. I, I, I'm still not convinced. Doggy, <sighs> you do notice something, though. You do notice around the door frame, you notice smudges of fresh paint that look completely off all around the door frame. It is obvious to me that this paint doesn't match the rest of the building. He's going to look closer. What? Let's see. He's going to look closer. He's going to wonder why. Like, what were they trying to do? The crafting they check. Tra- crafting. And he's trained in crafting. Okay, you best Dougie. believe it. All right. Let's see if Dougie can redeem himself. 18. 18. Maybe with a little bit of help with Basil, he can figure it out. <laughs> did you guys, quick, did you guys ever see the movie Without a Clue? Yes. It was Michael Caine. Great and movie. Yes. Love yeah. it. Yes. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of Without a Clue vibes. From <laughs> All right. Perceive. I'll try a perception on the paint. <laughs> no crafting. Crafting check. Oh, I'm sorry. Crafting. Paint rhymes He with sees, saint. but he does not observe. <laughs> I declare this case closed. <laughs> Dougie and Basil confer with each other, looking at the paint, rubbing it between their fingers. And Basil they... breaks out the pipe for this. Yes, he breaks <laughs> out the pipe. This appears to be grease paint, typically worn by clowns in the circus. Crossover episode. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. Those damn carnies. We'd like to put out an APB for one Darius Varus. <laughs> yes, very suspicious. All right, so. Now I think the APB is uh, is is for Jellico. Uh, Jellico. <laughs> no, stop! Stop! <laughs> what? You don't want Jellico to come to the circus? <laughs> Crossover. Yeah, I'm also going to check the road and the mud outside the door and see if there are, like, wagon tracks or anything that could be followed. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception check. 14 ain't very good. First shitty roll of the night. All right. Dougie. Dougie looks around. He walks around the tannery. And unfortunately, there is a tie ton of muddy footprints left by those who helped to contain the fire as well as tracks that are probably from the firefighters so any large Ah. tracks or anything left by the people who broke in has been obscured by the fire and those who fought it right all right maybe one of those firefighters were was dressed as a clown it's an interesting theory dougie it, it is it is the Joker. We're after the Joker. Yeah. All right. Um, I am uh, satisfied here. Well, well, I'm not. I mean, maybe she hired some clowns to break in and steal this piece and can I, can I, can I set just try- the place on fire. Can I try a diplomacy check to just try to, to yes. just convince him? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving that for you, Gomez. Let me find my character here. Hold on. The master schmoozer of the party. I tried the cold. I tried cold logic on him, but he wasn't having it. There, twenty. Eh, I'm still not convinced. I mean, she's pretty smart. These can all be a ruse. I'm telling you, all be a ruse. Well, can I try again with the yes. angle of uh, of just like well, you could you, you could proffer charges, and then I go, and then I use my legal lord to give him the whole process of what a pain in the ass that is, and make him not want to do it. Okay. 
There we go, 27. And he he looks at you and looks at Yez, and he's like, oh, fine. Guess she didn't do it. Even I think it's a little far-fetched. But but who would want to do this? Why why are they do why I went through all this trouble? Why why did they set my place on fire? What is the point of this? Tell me that, Mr. Gomez. Well, that that is the next subject of our investigation, and we must leave presently. This might can be connected to to an, a completely unrelated crime, and uh, and we we have to follow that up. But we're not at liberty to uh, to divulge any further information. Good day, sir. But we are going to pursue this. We are. This is something we're going to pursue. Yes, you've given presently, us a valuable lead, good presently. citizen. Thank you. And Dougie leaves. Nels Moraldus says, "See, I told you I didn't do it. I'm leaving." Okay. That's a happy ending. Be she good. leaves on her and own. And if we find power. your contraption, we'll see if we can have it returned to you. This is good though, because now when we go to Shindrax's cheap loans, we can we actually ha- we can specifically ask about this big crane. There's a forklift. That's our next stop. Seems like. Okay. Here, I'll read this. Th- I'll read the thing. Okay. Uh, Shindrax's cheap loans. Although the hobgoblin Shindrax's business isn't a bank. And thus remains uh, unlikely to be the target of the heist. Uh, uh, Shadraxa knows so much about uh, crime and banking in and around the coins district that she's likely a useful resource. Shadraxa's file is as thick as any Al- Albadarian holy text, as, 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 as thick as an Albadarian holy text, and contains as many complaints against the money lender as from her. Uh, Shadraxa is currently under investigation for running an unpermitted business in the puddles. Uh, she's made a uh, request to several of uh, Absalom's law enforcement agencies offering information on a criminal enterprise operating the city in exchange for clemency and have her business permit reinstated. Okay. It's the same map, <laughs> believe it or not. So right here. You head over to Kondraxa's Cheap Loans. The building that stands at the address listed in the file is a ramshackle two-story wooden structure seemingly held in place by the sturdier establishments built on either side of it. It has a heavy iron-studded door and steel swords cruelly welded to the window frames to serve as protective bars. The door bears no handle, only a large brass knocker just below a sliding panel that opens from the inside. What do you do? Do I happen to know Shadrandra from my previous life as a street thug at Absalom. Interesting. I will give you... Huh. Let's say that's society. You're an expert. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm gonna say you do know her. She is a hobgoblin that she is actually very well known as a, a loan shark. A bookie. Someone you, uh, if you need some money, she'll lend it to you at uh, very reasonable rates, shall we say. Uh, the VIG is horrible. Yeah, they're not they're not reasonable at all. In fact, they're terrible rates. And she's also someone you don't want to mess with. Okay, so a- as a joke to introduce us, because I know her, uh, I give her the the OG, the old school secret knock from from way back when that indicated that the uh, uh, that the cops are coming around the corner. Uh-huh. I, I nice. do that as a knock to, as a knock to, for for her to answer the door for us to come in. Okay, you uh, you do the little knock, and a- after a few moments, the knock of the door is answered with a pupilless eye looking out from the little sliding panel. 
right. And so I introduced my, you might not recognize me, and I introduce her by the nickname that she had for me from back then. She she looks at you and says, Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, Gomez, I don't remember you. Uh, quick, quick, come in, come in. And then you hear like a dozen deadbolts like clicking as she's hastily opening up the door. Right, so we go in. Was it was your nickname Snips back in the day? It might have been. As uh, as she opens up the door wide open, she says, "Oh, of course, respectable members of the constabulary such as yourselves should have spoken up sooner. Come in, come in. Let's have a nice chat and see if we can work matters out to everyone's satisfaction." Eh? She grins, revealing a large silver tooth. So these guys are all right. We we're we're on the clock. We're on a schedule. So so let's get down to business. And, we're good, fellas. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I engage her. So I engage her in a conversation, and I try to diplomatize her. And uh, the 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 deal that I want to offer is uh, we we'll give whatever assistance we could in uh, tidying up her permit issues uh, in exchange for information about the the possibility of a of a bank heist coming up, and we have specific questions about specific things. So Dougie, Basil, and Lomang are looking around, and you can see that. The interior of her shop is as dingy and brutally functional as the outside. And in addition, you see a counter at the back of the room that bears hand-drawn placard declaring today's rates with a list of numbers and calculations that are boldly extraordinary. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, those with a learned sense like Basil knows, damn, those are not good rates. Who doesn't want 74% <laughs> a week? <laughs> uh, Chandrax gives Gomez a big old toothy smile and says, this is going to work out excellent. I just want two things. First, I want my record cleared in the puddles so I can go there without being arrested. And I want an approved business permit for the puddles so I can practice there again without getting into trouble with the law. That is what I need. Those two things. That's great. What we need is a good collar on these bank robbers that are going to try to rob a bank. So if I get what if I get if we get what we want, we might be able to get you what you want. <laughs> Upcoming bank heist, you say? Well, well, well. I'm unwilling to give you everything until my demands are met. But I like you, Gomez. I'll give you a, a little bit of information in good faith. How's that? That sounds great. And also, we have a specific question because this one is a poser. We have, like we have some clues and things that we want to go over with you. Yeah. And and, and, I, and I try to butter. I try to butter up because because you have a clever mind. If there's anybody, you being in the loan business for so long, if there's anybody who knows uh, 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 what it takes to to uh, do a heist of the scale, it would be you. Oh, they know what they're doing. Trust me. But as I said before, I suggest you uh, tell Zeandra to look into Person Drowin in the puddles, as he's a well-connected criminal. She even then adds, You ought to take a look at that globe in his office if you get a chance. Really interesting geography if you catch my drift. Wait, in whose office? Drowin? Uh Drowin in the puddles. Is he uh so he's a crime guy in the puddles that would know who's robbing the place, or are we saying that he is robbing the place? 
She looks at you and just puts her finger on the nose and she goes, Exactly. Ah. Uh, Dougie is going to try to mimic this as if he were wise and he's going to make a diplomacy check. Uh, he rolls a natural one. one. You try to like... Manage to just pick his nose. You try to put your <laughs> finger in your nose. You instead pick it. Jeez. You fall over and hit your face on the floor and she just looks at Gomez and gives you like a sideways glance as to why are you with this guy. <laughs> Dougie, not realizing he's rolled poorly, is satisfied that he's done his job. So, Ziandra, you actually know. Ziandra is actually in charge of permits in the puddles. Ziandra is the one who can clear her record, and she's the one who you have to talk to. Is that also for the permit as well? Yeah, yeah. It's for the okay. permit as well. So, she, she said Drowin? Is that is that uh, a name you said? Or? Person Drowin. In Pers- puddles. Person drawing. So that's not Zandra. Who's who's Zandra? She she's works. the permit lady. Yeah, she's the permit lady in the puddles. She actually works for the the uh, officers in the puddles. Okay, so Drowan is the bad guy. Zandra is the person who can make things right. Yep. Okay. I like to ask Zandra about the uh, about the forklift. Oh, a contraption like that was stolen, eh? Mmm, makes sense. Makes sense. Well, you uh, get me those permits, I'll tell you everything I know. Oh, let's get her her permit. She's a, you know, a cop is only as good as their CI. So let's just, uh, let's get her and permits. And it's like, can, can I try a diplomacy check to get her to give us the information first on the promise that we'll go to the permits? If, uh, she if actually already gave around. you one and two. So, so no, so no. Oh, no, so, so, so. go right ahead. I, I, you can I keep going. Roll. I gave you extras because you know her. Uh, she's actually already given you a lot of extra stuff, but keep going. You can keep going. See how far you can push her. 17's not great. You know me, Gomez. I will cover you. You get me back there, I'm going to sing like a canary. I'll tell you everything you need to know. And next thing is, you're going to be in the paper again, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Right, so, what, so now we got to talk to the permit lady to get the permit. Is that what we got to do now? That would be the yeah, that'd be the next line of inquiry is get the permit and also ask about this person drawing because there's a globe in his office which is interesting. Yeah, actually, Ziandra uh, is she's the headquarters of the Muckrakers, and you need to visit Stilt House, and you actually know of her. She's uh she's a female human investigator. And we like following up this lead. As opposed to going to the smuggler's lair, seeing what they have, and then picking. She looks at you and says, yeah, you should probably talk to Zira first. Yeah, let's do one thing at a time. Yeah, this seems concrete enough that maybe we should push this one a little bit. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is let's do one thing at a time, because there's already so many NPCs to follow. Oh, wait, uh, before you go, any of you need a loan? I got very reasonable rates for coppers mm. such as yourself. I give you half off. So instead of 76%, I'll give you 40%. That's a good deal. How much is it? Is 40% per week or? Yeah, per week. Reasonable rates. Mm. Honestly, that actually might be a good deal considering how fast we're raising in our level. Um, We could actually buy some really good stuff right now. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I would want to get I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, that's way too high. I guess there's nothing I want right now. Actually, I want to solve this crime right now. Let's go. Let's go, Crime Stoppers. Going outside, and no one's following. So we go, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's go visit Zeandra. She sees you off. She opens up the doors. She says, you get me that permit? You let me back into the puddles? I'll tell you everything you need. Good luck, kitties. Mm, We'll be back. In the puddles. Whew. A lot going on in this one. I think of puppies whenever somebody says the puddles. Okay. You go over to the Stilt House, the headquarters of the Muckrakers, to meet with Ziandra Al-Shirati. I imagine you walk in, introduce yourselves. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, all that. All, all that proper formality. Like, like this, is a, this is a permit officer, right? This is an agent of the government, correct? Yeah, she's an agent of the... She's actually both permit officer slash muckraker slash cops. She does it all. Like okay. this area. She, it's she'll the, understand. The puddles is... Uh, you remember, the puddles is like kind of a slum because right. it's always getting flooded all the time. So it's a bit lawless in the puddles. So they sort of do a little bit of everything. So I rely on my society skill to uh, to apply the correct interdepartmental etiquette. Mm-hmm. And we introduce ourselves. She looks at you right? with an enormous smile and she says, ah, You're here to help me out? That's the best news I've heard all day. All right, so let's yeah. cut right to it. So, so, so we lay it out. You know, it's like, a, and I, I put this in diplomatic terms, and I'm using dip- applying diplomacy. And uh, we got to get information out, out of the hobgoblin. Uh, the hobgoblin needs permits uh, for us to get that. What do you need? Well, come over here. And she like she brings you over to her desk. It says, "Look, look, you're you're just in time. Uh, I already spoke to your sergeant, and he's already cleared me to uh, requisition you for some work." If you made it down this way, I guess he presumed you were going to be following up on some leads. You spoke to uh, Chandra, I presume? That's right. Good, 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 good. Yes, uh, Sergeant Olo, he seemed to be a couple of steps ahead of you. Let me quickly describe to you the task. So I've been working on locating this gang of smugglers run by this man named Pearson Doran. Doran operates out of a dockside sweatshop making low-quality textiles. And during the day, laborers engage in back-breaking work for a pittance, while at night the building is occupied by Doran's thugs. I had a hard time cracking the laborers to get this information because they're uh, they're afraid of Kespi. That's uh, Doran's cruel bugbear overseer. The sweatshop occupies a building that was once a well-built import office, so it has really thick walls to provide for a solid defense that I don't think I can do by myself. So this is my plan. I want to conduct a night raid on the sweatshop and round up 80 smugglers in the building. Dorian is really well connected and knowledgeable about other criminal enterprises in Absalom. So taking him alive is a top priority. Got it? Gotta take him alive. I haven't had the opportunity to examine the building closely as, uh, you know, Dorian's toughs loiter outside at all times. But I do know there's a front door and there's a a very large side door that lead into the building. I also know that there's a, a narrow alley besides the building. And in the back, 
there's docks that are obviously lead to the ocean. So, uh, you know, the muckrakers aren't really a formal police force like yourselves. You know, we just sort of take care of the puddles in a semi-unofficial capacity, although everyone recognizes us. The city of Absalom doesn't really recognize us, but all the other police forces in the city recognize us. So uh, I- I'm going to bring myself and a couple of my well-muscled friends to hang back, and we're going to take any stragglers and guard all the building, but I need you to take point and go inside. How's that sound? And you said there's okay. 80, 80, 80 smugglers inside you want no, arrested? No, I never said that. Oh. I said there's smugglers inside. Oh, I thought... Crazy 88. No. Oh. Can I take a quick sidebar moment, just because, because things are getting convoluted and there's a lot of threads in the in the in the plot right now. So could like to, just to go over the plot, so so we're all clear what's going on. Because can I just take, take a minute? Yeah. All right. So 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 it's just kind of like almost OOC. So if I got this straight, Shadraxa led us directly to the last item on our list, Smuggler's Lair, Z- who is Ziara Al Sharati the Puddles volunteer militia member who also happens to be the permit officer that Shadraxa needs for the permit to get their work. And so we get the, like Shadraxa sent sent us to Zerati the smuggler's lair to get the permits. Zerati will get the permits if we do a dungeon crawl for her. And then after we do the dungeon crawl, we'll get whatever information from the, from the smugglers. And then also we'll get the permits that we then take to take to Chidraxa and we'll get the rest of the information from Chidraxa and then that ties up all that. That's what I'm that's what I'm hearing. Does that sound right? Circle gets a square. You got it right. First try. So this is the sixth item on the list. Exactly. Oh good. But yeah, Chidraxa is like item number item number five to let us directly to item number six. Right. Okay, that's great. I but love We the may get more call. information from Chidraxa once we do this. Right. And, so then, sure. and then after all of this is tied up with hopefully maybe some enlightenment about the forklift from Gil's Tannery, this entire second bundle should be tied up, leaving only back at the beginning the goblet in, in the holding tank from the, uh, from the break-in in part two. And then hopefully we'll have enough information to, to, make, some, to make some final determinations. That, that, that's how I see this going. Yeah, and, right? and the vandalism at the first bank too. We right, don't, we, right, we right, don't have right. that locked down yet either. But yeah, it's, that's that's roughly where we're headed. All right, so I hear dungeon crawl. That's what I hear. I hear smugglers. Let's do some good. Yes, let's do some copying. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. It's it's late afternoon, so we're ready to go tonight. If you're ready too. Oh, we're ready. Oh, oh we're, we're ready. We're ready. We'll carry a badge. Now carry a gun. <laughs> exactly. We're ready for a daytime raid, is what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm down a couple of slots, but I don't care. I'm ready. Uh, do we have eight hours? It's the Chicago way. That's not how it works. You can't. You can rest up till tomorrow. They bring a night. It's eight every twenty-four hours. So okay. you, you yeah, get I'm what ready. You got. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm right. down a couple slots. I don't care. Let's go. She's like, ah, excellent, excellent. We're gonna we're gonna teach those smugglers a thing or two. <laughs> okay, everyone, get get everything you need ready, and we'll meet you uh, a few blocks outside of the uh, the smuggler's lair. What are they smuggling? Do we know? Is it narcotics? We're not sure. That's why I'm trying to break it's in. The yayo. It's yeah. the yayo. It's the yayo. <laughs> yeah, the yayo. <laughs> it's, it's the skiva. It's the skiva. Now remember, it's the black there's, lotus. There's there's Doran. He he's the man. We gotta take take him alive if possible. Oh well, and we're good at that. They're his 
cruel bugbear, overseer, and bodyguard, Kepsi. Gotta watch out for him. And the 80 other smugglers. Right, Dougie? Yes, and the 88 other smugglers. Don't worry about them, too. Well, and the 40 thieves. And the 40 thieves, yes. <laughs> and Alibaba. <laughs> and the crazy 88. Right. Wow, this is going to be some crazy, crazy uh, smuggling ring, I tell you. All right. You, 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 you get ready, have a big hearty dinner, and then prepare for battle. Uh, is this... We are going to war tonight. Ra- rules of engagement are weapons free. Weapons free and hot. Yes. Okay. You do damage that won't kill automatically, so don't you don't have to worry too much right. about that. Okay. ROI weapons free. But you never know. I mean, you might get a little overzealous and decide to throw someone. Now there is things like, for example. If you take someone and throw them in a pit of fire or a pit of acid or into, I don't know, a giant ooze. Ochre jelly. They died. (laughs) There's no one doing that. So keep that in mind. Environmental hazards do not allow them to survive that. So keep that in mind. Although you do uh, non-lethal damage, other things don't. Be very much aware of that. Okie dokie. So... We're and that in, actually that will collateral damage that will come into play more often as we go through this. It hasn't really so far, but it's going to get a little trickier for you to bring people in alive eventually. Uh, even last time you weren't able to, if you remember, because um, you, you shoved them into the ochre jelly and he dissolved. No regrets. Who did that? I don't that remember who like did 100 that. Hundred years ago. Who did that? Who did that? Who did who the push? I think that was. Um, I think that was Lomang. Where was it, Gomez? I don't remember. You know what? I, I think, think Lomang pushed him, and then I stomped on his fingers I think to get was, the last. Ba- yeah, Basil did a, a a a bull rush or a push or something. No, it was, it was, it was Lomang who I did was the bull joking. rush, and was but he caught the edge. And I then forget I, who did that. Actually, well, I was joking. Uh, someone did a bull rush, and then someone, um, yeah, and then he caught he the caught edge. the edge, and then I stabbed him with my sword cane, which is what. Yeah, fired. see, I just wanted him on the edge, but you went. Way overboard and stuff. Uh, well, then fingers. he did the Alan Rickman and made him die hard down into the <laughs> jelly, and he dissolved. I didn't so, want to risk it. I didn't want to. I mean, we were already pretty beat up. He was kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, that's another way to put it. He was he kicking was, our ass. He was kicking your ass from here to eternity. He was destroying you guys. But yeah, you're fine now. You're level five. You just took out a zill in nine seconds. That thing had 100 hit points and 24 AC, and it was like nothing to you. That actually yeah. feels kind what's, of impressive. Uh, I let's, wasn't let's, impressed. Let's, uh, let's wait till nightfall. Let's, let's okay. hit this place. You wait hit till it. nightfall. Hit it again. All right. You have a big old hearty dinner before you uh, you head on over to the smuggler's lair. You're going to head over meat. to the side, and uh, Ziara's there. She's like, okay, here's the deal. And you're looking at the smuggler's lair, and sure enough, it's near the docks. The water is about 150 feet to the north of you. There's obviously a very strong wall. She goes on to explain. She says, yeah, up up to the north, about 100 feet up there. You can see there's 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 doors there. Um, and in the front, you can see that uh, it's it's got a couple of people. Always nearby. There's always someone out on the front. They're always loading or unloading. So what we're going to do is myself and the boys, we're going to stick around the perimeter and make sure that anyone who escapes, we're going to 
we're going to capture and arrest. So you, you have to go in and, uh, do you have any questions? Um, a direct frontal attack. Yeah. I'm thinking that is this a stand up fight or a bug hunt? Yeah. How's this for my uh, strategy? I, I look like I have my, uh, uniform on and if I am of a, a weapon equipped, they may not see, like they may not react. And if I walk fast, I might just be able to, to whop them one, you know, just free. So I like that idea. And if you guys like sneak behind like those barrels, maybe, and uh, maybe get some. Uh... What would be the role to detect a face turn double cross where we're, we're, we're actually, she's actually using this to do her dirty work. Perception. Everything's perception. Do I have a bad feeling about this jump? No, you do not. Because okay, she's been around forever, and she, she's been like in the Buckrakers, and she's, she knows she's a good fella. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be a significant double cross because, I mean, she literally got um, official paperwork from your sergeant to use you in this takedown because you're in a different jurisdiction. So this would have to be an incredibly sophisticated double cross. I mean, we're not going to sneak up on them because yeah. of the Mastiffs. Okay, that's right out. I can be a distraction. I think I... You know the meme of the FBI agents busting in on the people looking at porn on TV? Like, do you know that meme? Like, yes. We, 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 no. bust, uh-huh. we bust in. We bust in like the cops. All FBI, right. open up! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> so in the front, you see... Send in the, send in the car. You see a large stone building that it seems to be poorly maintained... Though some casual effort has been made to whitewash over the salt streaks along the outer walls. Despite the structural state of disrepair, the front door is relatively expensive looking piece of polished oak bound with bronze bars and fittings. You also see three ruffians that are loading goods onto a cart and you see another ruffian that is holding the leash of two large mastiffs. All six of these people, two dogs and four ruffians, are in front of the large double doors leading into this place. It is dusk. Or dark, in fact. Not even dusk. Dark. Do they have any light sources? Yes, there is um, basically cheap oil lanterns like burning around. Enough that they can see. But this whole area is it's well lit enough. We should we should use amp rampart Absalom style where I bust out a scroll of hydraulic push and we use a hydraulic push to batter down the door like a, like a cop using a battering ram. Well, we got to kill with these guys first. Uh, I like that idea unless you guys want to go around back. Is the door closed? Oh yeah, the door's closed and the ruffian holding the leashes of the two dogs are snarling. What is this building supposed to be? Just a warehouse? It's a warehouse. Yeah, it's a warehouse. And so, like, it's a they're not really wet shop. We're not really seeing them committing any act of crime, but this is we're told to, to raid them anyway. So, all right, we we, we got PC. All right, you have so you somebody have, else got the warrant. We're you at, have we're the warrants. Executed. You have yeah. the warrants. We got okay. PC. You have the, you have we got proper, everything. Well, we could just come up stuff. and identify ourselves and let, and give them a chance to surrender. Yeah, like 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 the feds, right? All Federal right. police officers, we have a warrant. Boom! And then we immediately go in with guns pointed. Well, first of all, we're not going in. We're attacking these guys out front, right? 
Right. Roll for okay, combat. Okay. There. All right. All right. I was just making sure. Talking metaphorically. I want to cast spells willy-nilly and blow off my heels. Like I want, I want fleet step. I want to summon an elemental. I want to have a flaming sphere rolling around. Say, can I actually have cast a scroll in preparation for this on our way up? It's like a one-hour duration spell. Yeah, what is it? Longstrider, give me some extra move. Uh, you gain yes. plus 10 move status bonus to your speed. Everyone gets it? No, just me. Well, That's good. Now we're moving at 35 rather than whatever, so I can keep up and have a little bit more maneuverability. So, situation. A man holding a leash with two very nasty, snarling dogs. Two men loading items onto a cart with a third bringing items back and forth. Do you guys like the idea of me being a distraction while you, like, sneak around behind them? I like the idea of shooting them with crossbows and arrows. All right. We can put that new bow to uh, use. If that's I'm all right with that. It. All right. Make them come to us. I mean, we should do the uh, walk up and announce ourselves and say, you're all being detained. Uh, we've been doing an investigation. I, I, I agree. Is it we, like we bust in. You're all under arrest. Up against the wall. All right. Sure. Cop show. We're on a cop show. Okay. So we're meeting them. There's no crossbows in this stuff. Right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're not snipers. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, so can I do crane stance and then run up? No. We roll for combat. You have to do what you can only, you cannot do it before you go into combat. For initiative? You're not allowed. Nope. We are going to roll for combat. You tell me uh, how. We're going to roll for combat. Okay, well, I'm trying to put in. That's correct, because it's plus one. So it would be, um, let's see, it's 1d8 plus nothing. And then crit would be... Add a d10. Yeah, I have that in there too, automatically. So, um, here, give me a second. Roll for programming. Almost done. Okay, you got a plus one longbow programmed in there. Look at that. Impressive, right? Yes, I'm very impressive. Okay, are you just rushing them? And we're yelling, get down on the ground, get down, get down. FBI, get down, get on the floor, get down. Okay, you you decide to rush them. Three, two, one. Roll for combat. Wow. Actually, Dougie gets a plus one to his initiative. Really? He has wow. incredible initiative. He nice, Dougie. Incredible. Isn't it plus two? Plus two. Yeah. Plus two to your initiative. So okay. you are above everyone. Yes. That Dougie was my feet. goes first, then Basil. I level five feet. Then the Mastiff, then Lomang, then everyone else, and then Gomez. <laughs> Dougie's running up like a madman. Ah, ah, I'm attacking. It's time to pay the piper. <laughs> oh, Dougie's up. You guys are way to the west. Are you just charging in? We are not going to reach him at all even full run we're just gonna run in and get hit i want them to come to us why don't you let me watch me let me let me and uh lomang pick them off with the bows a little bit first yeah and also also realize that we're not in a normal dungeoneering situation like if these are criminals and we're cops criminals don't run to the cops to fight them they run away yeah the guys with the dogs are gonna be running I mean, they might. They, they, they might. they might. They might. The dogs break, are like, never going to run away. Suspension of disbelief and like behave like you no. know, normal assailants. Dogs will always attack. They're, they're, these are attack. Are these? Uh, 
I mean, they're attacked. Well, dogs, hear me right? out. What if we shoot the dog or shoot the guy holding the dogs? If the dogs the dogs can't triangulate where fire came from, maybe they'll be confused. Uh, they'll just like run away or do something else. I'm going to delay my action until uh, Loming and Basil. All right. In that case, I am devise a stratagemming, and I'm going to shoot my bow at the guy holding the dogs. Okay. Guy holding the dogs. You are about to be shot in the back by the long bow of the law. Can you devise a stratagem with a bow? Yeah, ranged attacks are still part of devise a stratagem. Well, you, you don't get the extra sneak attack, though, do you? Or maybe you do. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Let me just you can definitely check. calculate the wind conditions and all that stuff. I mean, that's... I'm talking about the rules of the game, not the real oh, not, world. not not the narrative. <laughs> uh... Not the narrative. The, what, the rules of the game, whether it allows it. There's a button there, Basil. Jason. Uh, I was checking the rules real quick. Oh. I don't think it works because it's not a agile weapon, right? How about we roll and see whether or not it even applies? Oh, yeah. It's it has not to agile. Be, or no, agile or finesse melee weapon. Agile or finesse unarmed attack arranged weapon. Oh, it has to be agile or finesse. It has finesse. to be agile. Yeah, longbow's not agile. All right, well, in that case, I'll just do a normal attack. Right. Sorry, first time I've ever done it with a ranged weapon. So you're not devising stratagem because you can't... Or can you? You just don't get the sneak attack. No, I don't think I can. So it's just regular attack. All right. Still. Nice. 26. 26? Damn, man. Eight. Max damage. I hit like. the guy. And he's like, funk. He gets hit in the back. And he's like, huh? He's like looking around. It's a and mosquito. I, will, I guess I will reload. Yes. How does, how does bow work? Does it, does the, does it cost reload. an action to reload? Uh, longbow's two actions, I think. Or is it one? Really? Uh... Probably look this up. Uh, no, longbow is reload zero. So right, that's what I thought. Again. Yeah, the ammunition is... Alright, I'm gonna try to go again. What the hell? Sorry, I just got this thing today. You got three so. attacks. Yeah, you get three attacks. Damn, man. Hit it again. That's why it's better than a crossbow. 20! Mm-hmm. Nice. Hit the Hit the poor guy again, damn, Seven man. damage. Hit it again. <laughs> Send in the car. All right, the last one misses. Okay, that 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 goes well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, now Dougie's up. Uh, wait a minute. Hold. Uh, all the orders changed. Yeah, you delayed till after the the ranged guys. But well, man. okay. When, okay, just you tell me when you want to come back in. Okay, so but I'm. My I'm leaving you all the way to then. You tell me when you're ready. Okay, the Mastiff goes. The Mastiff starts barking furiously, seeing where that went. And um, he's trying to break free. Nothing happens yet. Lomang, you're up. Okay. Move down there. And, okay. and as I'm moving, I say, This is the Edge Watch. Surrender now. Come peacefully. And I will fire at the same guy. <laughs> Mean. It's a bit of a mixed message, but okay. This is a warning shot. Well, yeah. Uh, crit? Crossbow. You crit the poor guy. And I'm done. Ten points of damage. You have one action? You can't reload it. I had, to move, re I had to move load and fire. Okay. Yeah, okay. Big Min, the guy who's all the way to the west. Is seeing his buddy with the dogs, and he starts saying, 
we're under attack. We're under attack. And he drops this large container that he was he was loading into the um, into the into the cart. And again, it's kind of hard to see him because he is almost a hundred feet away from you, and it's hard he's to behind see us crates too. and everything. What's that? It's hard to see us too. Oh, I know. So he is uh, he is ducking down, going around the corner. I mean, as far as he knows, this is just a magic trick that this guy with the dogs is performing. Yeah, you, you think that, Bucky. <laughs> um, Rex is the other guy. He's in front of the doors, and he's like, he's looking around and seeing like all these arrows sticking out of uh, Mickney. And Rix goes up to the door. He does like a special knock on the door, and then he runs back and hides behind the cart. And then Mickney, who's the one who was just hit by all that crossbow fire, he's like, "Off my dogs! Off! Off!" And he lets go of the leash, is both of the leashes, and he he sees where you all are. And then what he's gonna do is. Uh, He's actually going to run away. Our odds are improving. He also runs behind the building. Now, let's see. The Mastiffs both go because one was delaying until he could go. That was the uh, the one ahead. So the one that was barking and trying to move is now going to charge you both because they they are attacking because they're, they're dogs. And that's what they do. So let's see. 35. 35. Charges at low mang and then tries to bite you. That's all they do. 24. Mm-hmm. Hits you for three points of damage. And then the other one runs and tries to bite you too. And yes. 15. That is a miss. I know. It's totally All right. Misses. This is a time where Dougie can get into the action now. All right, to... Dougie can get into the action. So Lomang doesn't have a melee weapon. No, I'm always armed. I'm a monk. Okay. He's always armed. Ah, uh, then I'm More going than to most. move around there. They get there, and I'm going to maul them. Maul the dog. Oh, no. Oh, no. I missed. You completely missed because the dog looks at you with its puppy eyes. And you realize, I can't hurt this dog. It's so cute. He's going to try again. And he can hurt the dog after all. Oh, my God. You you managed to bonk the poor dog in the head for 15 points of damage. Gosh. It's not a poor dog. It's attacking viciously. Yeah, it's a vicious. It's a rabid animal. Yes. It's, it's not rabid. I claim that it's rabid. It's doing its job. Its job is not you to attack the done. postman or the police. Yes. Gomez, you're up. You see two dogs up to Lomang, and Dougie is flanking one of them. And one of them is very If they just handle the Zill, they can handle a couple of dogs. Okay. Yeah, we can handle All this. All right, so I am going to run up to the perpetrators. And so it's, what is, 20 feet to here. Careful, Gomez. Careful. Ooh, bite the dog. That would and be then, a twist. Uh, another 15. Man bites dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, goblin bites dog. Horrible movie. One move with my long strider that I'm loving a lot. And oh, that's right. You have long strider on. Give it a little long strider icon. Second action gets me to there. 
I'm still not close enough. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm why I didn't I'm, run in. Like third yeah. third action, I'm just going. I'm just going. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm yelling, surrender in the name of the law. Surrender in the name of the law. The cops are here. Wow, you guys really are far away. That is Gomez, what are you doing? And that, and that gets oh, me. Gomez. He's running. He's just four oh. guys <laughs> in Gomez. a defensive position. And yeah, Gomez yeah, is yeah. like, that, that part of me, That part of me that encountered the gelatinous cube it has taken over my brain. <laughs> wow, I love it. Okay, yeah. well, it the, the last one to go, the last ruffian, Etcher, who was loading the boxes, sees you like running towards him and he is uh he's laughing he's like <laughs> come get us copper drops the box as a free action oh is, is the is, is the the lawbreaker badge actually made of copper it should be yeah yeah definitely it should be the bronze it's, it's copper, yeah, <laughs> copper. The bronze. uh he drops the box as a free action pulls out his club as one action strides on over to Mr. Gomez as a second action and then decides to do a snagging strike on you. Assault of a police officer yeah. will get you a ticket. He's breaking the law. 20. 20 is what you need. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage and you are now also flat-footed. Because he managed to do this snagging strike. He hits you in such a way that you are, are off balance and flat-footed. Oh, Gomez. You're going to come back to the next play session going, Why is my character all the way by itself? Dazzles up. All right. The first thing I'm going to do is cast Electric Arc on the two dogs. Nice. Electric Arc. Oh, no, that's going to do a lot of damage. Okay, dog number one does its reflex save. Fails. Dog number two does its reflex save. Fails. <laughs> so they both take 12 points of damage. Nice. That's a 24-point damage turn. I like that. That's a good turn. One dog is knocked unconscious. Because I will never kill a dog. So it's just, it's just zapped out. It's like uh, it got hit by a volt. And, uh, okay, and the other one is in bad shape. Bad shape. That's two actions. You got one left. Probably want to start running if... <laughs> it looks like it's a little too far away to shoot Etcher, so I have to... You could do it at long range, can't you? That's yeah, true. you just get it a minus two. Him. It would just oh, add a range it. So it. I'm going to try to attack the guy who's attacking uh, uh, Gomez. Okay. Bow. Okay. Now, does that... Electric arc count as an attack, do I, or is that just? Yeah. Um. What does it say? Probably, yeah. In terms of the multi-attack bonus, it is not a nice. Attack. So I just get, so I get minus two for the range of an increment, which I can't put in. That's okay. I'll take care of it. Still thirty. Nice. Right. That's a crit. That's fifteen. Oh, it's exactly a hundred feet away, by the way. So. Oh, so there's no range. There's no range increments. So. Wow. Thirty-two. Oh my god. So you get the first time ever. Well, you rolled a two on the damage. We rolled a nine 
on the 1d10, so you hit him for 15 points of damage. Nice. Wow, I like uh, this. The bow is becoming my I new like best friend. I like this. <laughs> you guys were like, I don't know. Do we really I, need the bow? I, I don't knew he should good. take the bow. I told you. Meanwhile, he's he's done more damage with that bow than you have in the last two months of the sword cane. Um, Lomag, <laughs> and suddenly he goes, this bow is Heartseeker. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> All right, so Lomang says, Dougie, you can handle this dog. Gomez is in trouble. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Basil critted with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Oh, and, and, oh 15 the, points of damage. The oh, deadly okay, is right. built into the crit. Okay. I built it in. Just making it's, sure. Just making it's, sure. Uh, it was, he rolled a nine and then ah. a two, and the two was, turns into a four. There's no extra damage. Um, Lomang, yeah. I'm not coming back to kill the dog. I have to take two I'm moves to go the dog. there. Okay, sure. You do that. Okay, you run all the way there. Yep. Attack of opportunity. Really? Yep. All right. Slashes you with his club. All right, it's not a slash. 22. That's a hit. That's a miss. That's actually a miss. Oh, really? Wow, your AC is great. Uh, No, he's pretty good now. (laughs) Okay, so you were like, as you ran by him, he like takes a swipe at you and you're like, damn. And I do a somersault. I avoid it. That's not, that's not fair. That's That's not fair. fair. I've never seen that before. No, you have not. You're like, that's totally, that's total garbage. That is total garbage. Mm-hmm. I gotta be more careful next time. So this other guy like runs over here, Bagman from behind you, and then slings Lomang from the back. Oh, a miss. 16. It's a miss. <laughs> I'm dodging bullets. You literally are dodging bullets. And then he... um He... Actually, Basil, I will take care of this dog. You provide fire. I mean, he runs up to he runs up to. It's man. so far. It's it's more than two turns to get to those yeah, guys. He, this guy, Big Man, goes. Bricks, get over it's here! More than one oh turn. no! Now they're all coming after. <laughs> they were running away. <laughs> Bricks runs over with his club, and now he's gonna slam on Lomang. Gomez, call the dragon. Leave oh, a missed. Leave a missed. Oh, jeez. With a fifteen. He's going to attack again. Who's he attacking? Oh, Gomez. Oh, me. Okay. That's a miss. Flanking, you know. Flanking. 23. It's you. We've a miss. Six points of damage. Take a little bit of damage. Minimum damage. That guy has plus five? Wow. Uh, No, that was minus five. He rolled a 19. (laughs) No, 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 no. For damage, he's got one plus five damage. Oh, yeah. 1d6 plus 5. Yeah. They're ruffians. They're pain yeah, in the ass. They are. The ass. Uh, this other guy, you have no idea. He seems to have long, long gone. Uh, that Mastiff is dead. Or, sorry, unconscious. And then this Mastiff, um, oh, sees Dougie. He runs over the Dougie and bites him. Oh, Bad dog. Bad dog. Oh, he completely misses. Rolled a zero. Third action. Oh, and he misses again. Oh, wow. Okay. Dougie is going to whop this. Dougie's up. <laughs> Dougie's like, these dogs aren't that hard. I can't select Dougie for some reason. We need some help over here. Because you have the... Oh, I have, have the, the wrong point. tool. Yeah. You're doing fine. You're surrounded by three ruffians. Gomez is flat-footed. Oh, You're look at that crit damage. Dang it. What did you roll? 17. 17. You hit. 
Uh, do I crit and do 48 damage? You rolled a 17. No. I know. But you knocked the dog out and you don't hit that. Alright, all right, so I'm going to move. You guys are liking level 5, huh? Yes. <laughs> like Very much level 5 so. is always the best level. Okay, and I am done. done. Gomez, you're flat-footed. My taser, electric arc on Escher bouncing to Rick's. Let's do okay. that. That will um, provoke. Now he already used it, though, right? The other guy in the north oh, doesn't. right, right, right. That provokes. That yeah. provokes. He hits you. Nine points of damage, Gomez. So but it doesn't disrupt. It doesn't disrupt them. It doesn't disrupt. Um, so you take nine points. You set off electric arc. Who are you trying to hit? The two guys in front of you, I presume? Asher to Rex. Okay. Let's see. Um, Rex will go first. He's the one who just hit you, by the way, in the face. In the face. And he will do his save. Fails horribly. Etcher critically fails. Ooh, good. So Etcher takes 24 points of damage. <laughs> Down goes Etcher. And Rix is like, no! Etcher! <laughs> Etcher! Why, Etcher? Why? Rick's Rick's You're gonna pay for that, Kappa. No, he's he's really not. Yeah, he's not. And for my last action, uh Big Man. Big Man has to get taken down in Latch. I, I demoralize Big Man with a withering glance. Surrender <laughs> to the law. Oh no. Okay, what is that? An intimidation check, I think? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, that's pretty crappy. I rolled a two! Yeah, I don't think it works. You try to act like a big man. You're just a goblin. Big man you're is just, a big man. Yeah. Big man is bigger than you. Basil, right. you're up. Almost everything's down. <laughs> it's time for Rick's to catch some arrows. Oof. Actually, maybe not. 16. Almost hits Gomez. This is actually the first time that I can remember that a longbow is being used to its full potential of, of, of its long range. Wow. Fights are always much more close quarters than this. Got it's true. It. That's outdoors. It helps us. Well, this map is gargantuan. I mean, this is a this map is enormous. Not only is he using it to the full ability, but he's actually taking a minus <laughs> to the ability because it's so big, which is ridiculous. Yet again, two points of damage and four points. Not a huge amount of damage, but enough. Okay, you, you hit him two more times, man. And that's seven of my 20 arrows. Like a human pincushion. I don't think there is like a tumble to avoid attack of opportunity in this anymore, right? It's step. like a. Yeah, it's just step, right? Okay, yeah. so. All right, crane stance. Let's do that first. You can take as many steps as you want. I actually welcome the uh, this spot because I can hit them both. All right, so flurry. So first action, crane stance. Second action, I'm going to flurry on the guy to the north. Okay, Ricks. I would have said put some damage on Bigman, but it's your choice. Yeah, Rick is the one that took a lot of damage before. You hit nine points of damage. He's still up. Yeah. Yep, he's still up. Punch him in the face. Oof. Comes the kick. Kick he misses. misses. Uh, but he does have to do a fourth save. He does. So it's 21 DC. He fails. So. He takes. Uh, he slowed one. Slowed one. I have Finish one more. I could try and finish, finish him. Finish him. No, my, my, just, just so you know, my, pl my plan is... Uh, well, I mean, they're coming up, so if you could take one out now, great. 
I'll try. He's dazed and confused. Not gonna happen. That's nah, not gonna do it. I'm done. So, so my Seven. my plan on my turn is to is to try and hit two of my lightning again. Yeah, do it. Just so, just so you know, big men who's like, it's like stick in there, Ricks. We can do this. I'm sure we can take him. Don't give up. And then he's going to uh, he's going to club you. He's going to club you like a seal. <laughs> 16. Attacking Oof. officer is a felony. That's another felony. Separate count. You, yep, you keep racking Separate up incident. The, yeah. the years. I attack again, and I'm going to... You're going to... You're not taking me in, copper. You're up not the paperwork. taking me in. Okay, maybe you're going to take me in. Just maybe <laughs> you're going to take me in. Okay, oh, wow. I'm not doing too well here. Maybe, maybe we can parlay. Maybe. And then Ricks, Ricks runs away. He's like, opportunity. You don't have that. No, I wish. <laughs> He's like, and then Bigman's like, you coward. You coward. <laughs> you can't run away. I'm going to find you and beat you to a pulp. Ducky's up. I remember he only, he, he lost the move, right? Yeah, he only moved. He moved uh, twice. He, yeah, he moved twice. That's all. And I'm not going because these guys have attacks of opportunity. Uh, not gonna flank you know what? Man. I am going to flank Big Man. Oh, Big Man's going to attack you. All right. I I, I wouldn't have oh. known that he's getting attacks of opportunity. I would uh, I would always go for the flanking. It, okay. He rolled a critical miss. So <laughs> he's like swinging miss. He can't even get there anywhere. It's anymore. that plus two. Uh, you hit. 17 damage. Oh, my God. Just a little damage, you know. It's just a little. Mall, uh, that's a lot of damage. Mall time number two. He got there in one move. Plus two. Uh, that's two the wrong. Oh attack. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That you're was done. two moves. You're right. Yeah, that you're doesn't count. Gomez attacked with the wrong weapon anyway. One guy is down. The other two uh, ran away. The dogs are down. Yeah. Gomez and Dougie are flanking this poor dude, big man, who's been hit once in the face with the mall. If I move here, thirty-five feet away, is that right? I think that's right. Well, you're going to provoke because you have to go through his. You're going to have to go through his. I take that he, chance. No, he did. Oh, he, he already used, 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 used his reaction. Yep. He doesn't provoke. But yep. do I? Do I see the other guy who ran away? Still with oh, um, you see. Field of vision. Interesting. Um, yeah, you do. Like, actually. how far did he get behind that corner? He was dazed and confused. You see, Rick's there. He's like running towards. There's like a. You can see. There's a very narrow. Um, corridor, and he's like running down this. All right, area. that is forty feet away. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna do a hail mary pass. My elemental toss is one action. I use my extendo uh, for an additional action to make it two actions, and I give it a sixty foot range, which puts him in range, and I hit, try to hit him with my elemental toss. Okay. So one to move, one to extend, one to to hit. Exactly. All right. Let's see. See if I can get him before he gets away. Oh, actually, I should actually. Let me just let me look at one more thing. I'm sorry. There's a better option, possibly. Okay, nope, nope. Tanglefoot is two actions. All right, an elemental toss. It must be. I was gonna say everything has two actions except for like yeah, one except or two for, except for that, except for the elemental toss. Oh. Ooh, elemental toss. Do it, fiery goblin friend. <laughs> oh my god. How did you do 28 points of damage? Oh, I knocked him in the back of the head with my rock. That's great. Wow. 
Just three <laughs> eight plus four. Wow. He got a seven, a seven, and a that seven for the actual crit. damage dice. Uh, the crit was 42 points of damage. I remember that being a lot lamer than this. This must have advanced because of because uh, of the level. It did because every two levels your your uh, cantrips go up and your uh, focus. Wow, goes. that is so... amazing. Oh, I gotta remember that. I gotta remember that. <laughs> that that's like that level level toss. Like I, I always dismissed it as being not very good. Now it's actually really good. It's like in the strongest. Well, 22 one. crit. It's a yeah, focus that's, spell. Yeah, that's my extra bonus. He can do it once per fight, basically. Nice. It does 1d8, and then but every two levels it becomes, that's 2d8. That was 3d8. 3d8, and you roll three sevens and plus four, plus a three, because you have... Um... None shall escape the hand of the law. Where does the three come from? You knocked out the guy from up north? Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy was trying to get away. He's out. not getting away. Basil, there's big man. He's the only one left, and he's he's uh, pretty far, but I guess Basil's going to go closer. So that should shot. put me, that's one move and should put me inside 100 feet or at 100 feet. 95 feet. So you're there. Yeah. All right. Time to catch a couple arrows. Arrows, by the way, are destroyed once you fire them. Yeah, I know. And you like that you one? Hit. <laughs> Basil's like, I'm now <laughs> just call me Bowman. I'm Robin Hood. Oh, Holy God. moly. He hits again. Robin of Loxley. That's well, my turn. <laughs> You're never wow. getting that I'm bow so out of his hand ever I'm so, again. I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy I love to see it a bow too. come into its full potential. Yeah. Here comes the the crane flurry. Okay, Lomang is losing his mind. He's like, no, no, still kill our eyes. That's, like That's, That's a crit. That's a crit. That's a crit. That's a crit. Wow, he's still up. Oh no. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all down. Wow, that was a good job. That? You guys just decimated those guys. So, um, yeah. so okay, everyone's down. One guy got away. Yeah. The dogs are unconscious. Um, three of the guys are unconscious. One ran away. Where well, you're he, not sure. But he might have gotten caught by our uh, our backup, right? Yeah, yeah, he could have gotten caught by the backup because they were like surrounding the building, so you're not sure. But. Yeah, we got to take the doors. And our contact mm -hmm. will take care of all the bodies. I, right? I need a like, band-aid. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I, yeah, I need something so to kiss my boo-boo. Do we have 10 minutes to uh, heal Loming and Gomez? Probably you, not. You can do whatever you want. All I know is, remember, he did he did do a knock on the front door before. Yeah, uh, yeah we got to move. Yeah. move I, I, can, I can also whip out a scroll and heal myself with a scroll that's almost essentially in this circumstance instantaneous. Wait, right. do I have any cure, uh, uh, the, the, the low cure potions? I think I do. Um, hold on. I'd rather you drink potions. I mean, I could use a treat wounds on you. I have healing is... potions. Oh, as an action? As like a yeah, not 10 a minutes? In combat action. Well, Dougie, so. you have four of the day. miners, and that's it. Oh, don't, don't use it. Don't use that. Well, I can only do it once per day on you. Actually, maybe that's not so bad because because I'm not going to do that stupid thing ever again. This what point. is that called, uh, Jason? Treat wounds. That's the actual one that's in, or battle medicine. I'm sorry, that's the one that's actually okay. in combat. I have yeah. Why don't you do also. that? Why don't you do well, that? Well, Dougie has my battle medicine too. I also have that, so we can both do it. So what is that? That you have to roll. That you have to roll. That's the DC 15 thing, mm -hmm. okay. and, and so. that just and that just nixes it for me, not for anybody else. Correct. Right? Yes. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that because I'm not. That, that, that's my that's my one. I'm putting myself in harm's way that I'm going to do. There's oh Dougie hits. That's is that a crit? Is that a crit? A no, twenty-three? No, uh, a twenty-five is a crit. So hold you on, do... hold on, hold on. I have a. Uh, uh, There's no lawyers. 
the 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 the, 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 the healing tools. He has the advanced oh. healing and tools. And that and only gives you plus, plus one. one. Oh, okay. yeah. all right, all right. So that's two two d eight, or are we at three d eight? Correct. It's not two d eight. Two d eight. Unless you were going for, you had to tell me ahead of time. You can do a DC no. twenty, which no. will heal more. But no. if you miss, you oh, miss. Oh God, no! God, <laughs> so, no! Okay, yeah. so uh, I'll do. Basil's going to briefly go into the bag of holding and yeah. grab up a few more arrows to top up his quiver. As <laughs> he used, Gomez, used almost so that's all eight. of them. I think up. I used nine of them. <laughs> that's eight for me. Okay, that's and awesome. We have these healing potions too. That I don't want to get rid of. You have any crappy healing potions? So Dougie super healed crappy, himself. Yeah. I'll take one. Wait, who'd you heal? Or just who'd give me a uh, yeah. I like, didn't heal like, give me give me Basil's. Uh, well, you used first your aid. Me- you used your battle medicine. Who'd you use that on? Uh, I used it on Gomez. Yeah, he's the only one kind of seriously hurt. So Gomez, you get eight healing immediately. Well, Mac, do you need a uh, potion? Of... I do. Okay, I'll give you one. Do you want me to roll for you? I want to. I'll take a D eight potion give me a d8 it's like a v8 All right, here's a d8 not quite as good you get four four just enough right, that's to fine. make you look tough you're 75 out of 80 you're almost there close enough close enough you guys are you guys are creaming these guys now it's like we're house of fire seriously like level five you're just crushing everyone uh, yeah. so we're now I need to strike now I need a striking done. rune for the bow. Ooh, <laughs> I'm already in idea. love with the bow. <laughs> he, he's already let me try this bow. <laughs> he's like, okay. What's well, the hit... one action reload that's <laughs> I mean, damn. <laughs> zero action reload, yeah. Zero action, yeah, zero action reload. Meanwhile, uh Lomang's slowly getting his crossbow out, slowly reloading it. Mm, I know. It's, <laughs> it's like, sad. It's sad. Just sad. I got one shot off, and then I was charged. But I can like still hold it while fighting, which is kind of good. All right. I guess All we can right, pick up uh, next time when yeah. you guys rush in the front door and seeing what's Perfect. inside this huge warehouse. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.